Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the We Don't Wanna Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits give uncertified takes on your favorite series. We are your hosts, I am Scott, and joining me as always... Zach, did you cry about a boat? (laughs) Did you cry over a boat? This is the most important question of this podcast. I may or may not have shed a couple hundred tears. (laughs) There it is, folks. That's what you wanted to hear. We are here today, in case you couldn't tell. This is a little little bonus episode. We like to call it the old boner episode. Uh... We're going way back into the, you know, early days of the We Don't Want a Podcast. Back to our roots. Back to my what? asshole. God damn it. Uh, we're talking about One Piece. Zacky Boy has been, you know, doing his due diligence. It's only taken him 87 years. Uh, it's been to- 84 years. <laughs> he has watched some more One Piece. He is through uh, my personal favorite, and I think a lot of people's favorite sagas of one piece and he has really wanted to talk about it and i've been dying yeah i've been dying when when are we gonna do this when are we gonna chat about this so here we are that's what we're doing today we're gonna have a chat about it we're gonna do the fucking thing we're gonna talk about it i just i i mean okay look full disclosure we've had some conversations obviously scott and i are only best friends we only live with our tips touching so like, so, so our conversations have, have been had, but we haven't had like one sit down. Let's just talk yeah. about this entire thing. And that's what we're going to do. So we're going to bring you guys up to speed on what kind of what my journeys looked like, uh, watching one piece, uh, my initial thoughts on a lot of things. And also my thoughts now that I'm, I've had some time to sit and stew and process, um, and it is just, I just need to start by saying this. It's so wild to me that we're going to have this conversation in this way because, Scott, the other day I went back and uh, listened to the first couple episodes oh boy. of We Don't Want a One Piece. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's, don't ever do that. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, I know it's bad. It's That's bad. We said, sound not that. great. And yeah. also, <clears throat> I think it's pretty pretty apparent we didn't really have our stride yet uh we had no fucking clue what we were doing yeah no we had no not clue. that we do now but i mean we're a little bit better we gotta give ourselves some credit smidge. here you Just know we're smidge. we're professionals we say it oh, all yeah, the time yeah, yeah. No, that's what i meant that's what i meant yeah yeah we're <laughs> professionals we get paid the big bucks that's why we get yep paid the yep big bucks. exactly um so it's just wild that the 180 that i have done uh, with my take. On oh, one sure, piece. that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not just like audio quality. Not, I'm not trying to just like dunk on us, but like, but just hearing my my initial take. If I was showing somebody One Piece now, and they told me the things I was saying to you, then I would strangle them. Right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> this is literally the only thing I needed to hear because I wanted to strangle you so bad. You're just like. I don't understand why this guy's so goofy and why he stretches. He's so dumb. He's a, I, I think I made I made this. Mind you, I I really felt this way. I was trying to find the the way at the time to like how to articulate these jokes. Yeah, you just um, sucked at it. But like, <laughs> I I genuinely at the time thought it was very dumb that he was a rubber man, 
And now I'm like, of course he's a rubber man. What do you fucking mean, Zach? Yeah, of course. That's, I think I was like always just flabbergasted by your failure to accept that when I'm like, dude, your favorite thing is like, well, oh, what? They're just wizards? They're just like wizards? What? What does that mean? <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, you have definitely made a, a 180 on this series, I feel like. Yeah. And uh, where, so just to give the quickest of recaps, because I want to get into the meat of this, what we'll really be discussing. Uh, we did episodes through the end of the Alabasta. Arc. Alabasta so, is where we stopped. Yes. So if you would like to hear a episode by episode, very detailed breakdown of Zach's thoughts through the early days of One Piece. Well, through- not episode by episode. We, we take it in batches. It's about, right, it's about five episodes, episodes at a time. Right. <clears throat> uh, those episodes are out there. Again, like Zach mentioned, they may not be the best audio quality. They may not uh, be, you know... The most fantastic of contents out there, but I think they're still fun to be had. Coming from a truly genuine spot, I feel like the stride and like getting into the story and the format in which you and I were talking about the show. Yes. I feel like if you get into like maybe like somewhere, somewhere between like episode five and 10 mm-hmm. is, is a good place for us when we were recapping One Piece. For sure. Um, and that way, there's still time for you guys to hear my first experience with, um, oh, Jesus, like with Nami's backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Arlong Park stuff. Yeah, the yeah. Arlong Park stuff, which was just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there, there's good stuff there. And um, look, at the end of the day, everybody loves showing their best friend something and, and, sure. and watching them fall in love with it. And that's, that's what happens. So just, you know, if you're into that and you haven't checked out... Uh, uh, those episodes from us, and you love One Piece, go give them a shot. We would, yeah. we would appreciate it. So those are there. Uh, since then, there we, we after Zach had gotten post Skypea, which is the be- next big saga. Uh, I believe we did another video that has been lost to time. Uh, the files were lost, audio was lost. I cannot remember, but I don't believe that episode ever went up. I think we checked, and that is lost. Zach, do you want to give us? Like, just an extremely quick, like, yeah. Skypea. did you enjoy Skypea? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually glad that you're giving me the chance to talk about Skypea, okay. because Skypea, I, I know, because you and I talk about One Piece more freely now that there's, I mean, obviously there's still a lot that can be spoiled, but, like, we have more, like, honest discussions about it. Sure. <clears throat> well, as much as I can. It, well, sure, right. <laughs> It truly baffles me that people don't adore Skypea. It's it's coming back around. Like I think definitely at the time I had told you, like a lot of people, like oh, skip this arc. It's so boring and lame and blah blah. The I feel like it's that the, is absurd. I know me. it's absurd, and I agree. I have always loved Skypea, but I feel like the general consensus is turning back around to now, where it's like. Oh wait, shit! Even things Oda is like doing currently and has been doing for the last several months in the manga and in the anime, it's like, oh shit, no way! Actually, Skypea is super important, and I'm like, fucking yes, and it's also good. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I guess I never, I never felt like this was boring. This doesn't make sense because, like, to me, and you know, I, I, I have to imagine that everybody's listening, that who's listening right now, uh, you, you know. I guess the way that Scott and I digest mm-hmm. uh, fiction, yeah, and 
this the whole aspect of like world building and going into the yeah, past yeah, and yeah. like uh like just learning more about like the history of these people and and um you know like the poneglyphs and all that shit like mm-hmm. it, it was just fascinating to me dude i love skypea yeah. so i had a so yeah short and sweet i had a blast going through it that's awesome um, did not love nl um yeah. or Nehru, whichever be sure whatever you call him uh his his um powers were cool as fuck right but his character That's, design yeah. and like how he is i'm just i'm not super into him you're not uh, into eminem bro <laughs> no <laughs> um that's an interesting one because i think i think you're similar to way a lot of people feel about nl and and i think myself as well he's cool in theory yes like the fact that he's like this hyper like arrogant god complex dude with absurd like legit absurd powers uh but at the end of the day just doesn't quite get there as a villain right and a lot of that again we've talked at length about this so i won't you know belabor it much but like a lot of that comes back to uh oda's unwillingness to kill people yes and l just kind of seems underpowered when he lightning zaps a billion people and none of them die you know right so i agree yeah that's that that, that's a big uh that's a big issue that i had with that um and i think the only only negative that i might give this arc is uh i mean you and you may feel differently but like the the final showdown the final fight Mm -hmm. between luffy and and l it just doesn't like it just doesn't live up to like an end of saga fight, in my opinion. Okay, that's interesting. Um, like I think it's good, but like when we, you know, with when obviously when we're talking about like what we are about to talk about, right? Or right. even oh, like sure, sure, Luffy sure. Croc, um, it just it 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 does fall a little flat, you know. You know <laughs> what? I think that's an interesting take, and I I don't disagree with you because it is kind of odd how. It's not really a fight at the very end because the way the fight is broken up where, you know, Luffy and him fight on like the arc. Right. And then, you know, Luffy's kind of handling out of him commission. Because of, right. Well, well, Luffy's handling him because of his obviously immunity to the lightning. But then, yes, Anel wraps the gold around his arm and yeah, sends him away. And then you kind of get a lot of other stuff like there's the flashback sequence in right. between there which is awesome by the which way which is aw- one of the best parts so of the arc so good for sure and then they don't really fight at the end by the time luffy gets back up to him it's just like one and done basically yeah yeah so i kind of get what you're saying yeah, i've never really thought about it that for way. for how massively powerful this person is supposed to be it just didn't like it didn't hit home sure um so yeah, you know that's. What? I think that's valid. I think that's valid. That's that 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 might be my only negative take. Um, but it still is not nearly enough to deter me from how enjoyable the storytelling was in this arc. So anybody out there who doesn't like Skypea, like I, I would love to ask you why. I like we. Yeah. I just don't get it. Uh, <laughs> real quick, I also want to say, uh, low key, I feel like super underrated part of that whole uh like saga too is the Jaya sequence when they're on Jaya. You have so much big happenings that, uh, like, you know, you meet Blackbeard for the first time, yes. which is an iconic sequence. You get to meet a lot of the Seven Warlords uh, for the first time. 
Um, there's a lot that happens in that very quick Jaya stuff that I feel like goes, oh, you get Luffy one-shotting Bellamy, which is still one of the most badass yeah. just domination punches in the show um, or the series. Uh, a lot of great stuff in Jaya. Skypea as a whole, I love it. I love it to death. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, I... Uh... Uh, we when we ended the or not ended but like when we when we stopped covering one piece uh on the on the show i was already on a very high mm-hmm. of it like i w- i mean i was yeah. truly enjoying it um and going straight into skypea or jaya and then Sky- skypea just like it it gave me hope that like this is just going to be consistently good. Yeah. Because uh, I, I truly loved it. But then we have the Davy back <laughs> bullshit. Yes. Uh, we don't which have to spend, I hated. We don't have to spend a lot of time it. on this. I fucking you hated this shit. Captain it. Foxy sucks ass. Yeah, no one likes Foxy. Uh, dude, fair. like, he's terrible. And it's just not fun. And I don't want dumb joke bullshit. <laughs> I'm okay with taking a break. And just like maybe having some like travel and like minor things, but like this was terrible. I hate okay. it. Couple things, and I, I don't fully disagree with you. Uh it it is just very silly and goofy. It's it's basically a pure comedy arc, which I am here for. I love the comedy in One Piece. I love the goofiness. I like the comedy sprinkled in. For sure. And that's the, that, that is a huge flaw of the anime, especially in this arc, is that it goes on way longer than it should have. Yes. Like, the manga was not that extended, uh, so pro- people still dislike it in the manga, even though um, I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's kind of just whatever. I like to see... I just like to see the Straw Hats together, like doing goofy things and being you know like Zoro and Sanji doing their badass like okay fine we'll help each other out for like 10 seconds thing like that mm-hmm. stuff is cool uh but as a whole we'll yeah, see I that in 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 theory is cool but then when you're like <laughs> looking at what they're actually doing it's ah come on it's uh, not that bad dude, I, I could take I just, it or leave it I uh I legitimately it took me forever it, to get through that because yeah. I, I truly was not enjoying it. I remember that. Um, but anyway. I can't recall because this is the comment we will for sure get is uh, did you watch the G8 arc? I can't even remember. The filler arc that everyone thinks is like the greatest filler of all time. G8. You must not have watched it. It's right after. Well, it's right after Skypea before uh, the Davy back fight. Wait, hold on. I feel like I would have because you were still giving I, me instruction on what to watch. I think I told you to watch. It's they land inside the navy base. Oh yes, and they have to escape. Yes, that's right. Okay. I totally forgot that that was in there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I had a I had a lot of fun with that. Um, yeah. it, it did. It did kind of like it still was maybe a little bit more of a break. Yes, for sure. Than, than it's a side story for sure. For like, sure, it's not supposed to be there. But yeah, no, uh, man, you're gonna have to remind me some of the characters' names. But like the, the, is he a captain? The the one like that, the commander of the base. Yes, yeah, I, yeah. I, I like Jonathan. him a lot. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's cool as shit. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it it was a good time. Nothing like specifically stand out. And right. and to me, like I have been using a filler guide 
So like mm-hmm. I don't have other one piece filler to compare right. it to. Yeah. Um, but if I didn't know it was filler, I would just think it was part of the story. Yeah. It was fine. Like I, I, I enjoyed it. Hundred percent agree. Uh, the running joke amongst the community, the One Piece community, is that G eight should have been canon, and the Davy Back fight should have been filler. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, it should have dude. been reversed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, listen. What are you gonna do? Um, next thing we have to touch on, uh, because shit kind of gets real, f- real, real, fast. real quick. Uh, at the end of the Davy Back fight, when we are introduced to our first Navy Admiral. Yes, we uh, meet Al Kiji. Yes. And, um, I, I feel like I said this to you, like, I feel like I may have texted you this, but when we meet him, like, somehow, I don't know from what, but somehow I was like, I've seen this guy, I know he's important. Like, this sure. guy's a big, like, a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, maybe like a social media post or something yeah. like that, you know, some, some type osmosis. of osmosis, yeah, photosynthesis, you know, <laughs> you know how that works. <laughs> you absorbed it like a plant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, dude, like that immediately takes a turn and it is like, yeah. yo, our, our boys, they, they're not shit, man. No. They they ain't shit, uh. Which you you like to see that you know you you like to yeah. see that in um in in like a I don't know that I would call this a hero's journey but like you just you like to see that when your main character is like like you think they're badass and then yes. somehow the stakes get immediately just raised right um and it had been basically since Mihawk since we had had anything like that since Mihawk destroys Zoro and you get your first taste of like. Oh shit! They, like, they there are. are people that are just absurd, right? And then from there, you know, Luffy and the gang mostly handle things. You know, like obviously Luffy had a lot of trouble with Croc and everything. So, but this is—they are not even close. Yeah, no. And there's a really interesting thing that happens in this show, um, and wh- I'm gonna come back to this comment in a little while as well. But oftentimes. It's it's just it's 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 a very interesting. I I just I need to give credit here because like there is an element of surprise and unknown because of how bonkers some of these like uh devil fruit powers can be. Mm-hmm. Even like obviously for us as the watchers, but like even in the show, like you don't know who devil like you don't know if somebody's a devil fruit user right, right, right. and you don't know what their devil fruit power mm-hmm. is right um so there there's always this element of like unexpectedness and that can be to to an extent a reason why people can get worked so hard right first and then come back and win um yeah yeah i see what you're saying but uh even aside from like the not knowing what his powers are, like mm-hmm. he he is above that. Like right. it, he is just so far beyond that right. to them. And and I wanted to ask you, and I don't know if you can really even answer this. So you know, you will probably be saying that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I I wanted to ask you, like I I understand that there is no like set power scaling Scale, or right, ranking right. or things yeah, yeah. like that but are the admirals like 
to the same degree of like the warlords? Um, without giving too much away, I would say no. They are like above the warlords. So even above like Mihawk. Well, <laughs> Mihawk might be a special exception to that, and that's still listen. This is. Uh, I'm not going to get into a power scaling uh, conversation, especially with you not knowing how much you know, because that okay. is that is the thing that the one piece, you know, commenters will argue about till the end of time. Um, Mihawk, what I'll just say is this. Mihawk is known as the greatest or the most powerful swordsman in the world. So that okay. means no swordsman in theory is better than him. So he is. Like top top level, okay. Um, the rest of the warlords are you know here and there in power levels, and that's where it kind of gets tricky. It's like, well, how was Luffy able to beat Croc type of thing? Sure, right. So early on, um, but no, the admirals to kind of get to the core of your question is the admirals are like the greatest power that the navy can level, basically. Like they are it. Okay. Uh, they are the guys, so they're they're a big deal. Let's just say that. Okay. All right. Um. Anyway, so we we meet Alkiji. He uh could have just absolutely annihilated them there, and instead is like, "Hey, thanks for helping us out with Croc." Yeah. Uh. By the way, your ship's gonna break, so like you need to fucking take care of that shit. Uh. So our 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 crew ends up in Water Seven, and yep. man, the this is wild because like th- there is an element of like One Piece that can be seen as like more like not like as dark, mm. um, but seeing Water Seven gave me this like wave of like 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 mystic and like um like like fantasy in the same way that oh, like sure in in the same way that like you know like when we see uh oh jesus christ what's the white city in lord of the rings called oh uh fuck <laughs> i keep um, wanting to say gondor but it's not it's not it's not no. gondor, it's where the white tree is yeah, yeah, I want to say Rivendell, but it's obviously no. not that. Well, either. but even that, even like Rivendell, right? Like, Rivendell like, is like, another like, example. But yeah. just like, like, oh wow, this is right. massive and big, and like, there's so many inner workings to it, and like, like, there's a lot of like material here, you know. Yes, um, I'm so glad you bring that up because that is widely acknowledged as as Oda, one of Oda's greatest strengths. And one of the greatest strengths is just One Piece as a series because of the way it's structured where it's like, you know, separate islands, separate communities. It's like he can just invent a whole new mini world Yeah, every truly. time they move on to the island. Like the same thing could be said about Skypea and, the, you know, the city in the clouds. It's like that is wild and crazy and its own thing. And then you get to like this floating city that has all these crazy canals and it's just like he can just do that over and over and over again. And it's fascinating every time. Truly, truly, truly. Um, so yeah, man, I just seeing water seven for the first time. I was, I was like, I was like, man, I, I, I love this. I love this show. It's so beautiful uh, and captivating. And yeah, so we, uh, 
we get into Water 7 and we start uh, working on the ship. And I, this whole This is, this is where the controversy is going to come up. The ship thing, dude. How do I... Okay, so... You you might have to help me remember like order of events here. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they get the money first. They sell all the treasure. Well, sh- okay, right. Yeah, I mean, so they get all their money, and but then Usopp loses. Right. He gets he gets he gets jumped by yeah. Frankie's gang. Yeah. Uh, and loses almost all of it. Anyway, that's to me. That's not part. I mean, that's no, what, what are we, what are you trying to focus on here? So order of events, they once they get the money, they just they're able to hire uh, right, th- they, them to like to come assess the ship damage. Yeah, they go to the shipyard okay. and they're like, "Yeah, we'll check out the ship for you." Basically, okay, right. So so they check out the the ship and and uh, old Mary ain't doing too hot. No, not great. Her like, but I don't remember. Her keel, the keel, keel. Yeah, mm-hmm. it basically. I was going to make a really gross joke. Never mind. I'm, oh. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it's like the backbone of the ship. It's like yeah. the most important part of the ship. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's not really something that can be repaired. Right. So this is communicated to us through uh, the Shipyard 1, right? Uh, yeah. Like I the, what are their? Dock 1. Dock 1, like yeah, doc, yeah. Dock 1 shipwrights. Um. I am forgetting his name. It's not Lucci, the guy with the uh, nose. Kaku, the long nose Kaku, guy. Kaku, yeah. Kaku, yeah. So he's like, "Yeah, dude, this this thing is this thing is done." And he he tells Zoro. Zoro's the only one there on the ship, and Zoro is like, "Fuck, this is not good." Right. Um. Once once the news gets back to Luffy, Luffy makes a very hard decision to say, "Okay, well, we need to put the Barry to rest, and it's time right. for us to move on to a new ship." And he does this, he makes this decision without uh, speaking with Usopp, and Usopp has a real problem with this when he learns of it. Yes. So, oh, it, it, dur- during all of this, by the way, it is important for order of events here, uh, homegirl, Robin, Robin, my favorite. Robin is m- my favorite. Missing. Yeah, Ro- I mean, Robin is missing. And yes. it's it's really interesting, dude, and I I know we, you and I were talking a lot during this period. Yes. When Robin gets picked up by CP9, mm-hmm. uh they essentially whisper in her ear CP9 and she yeah. the way that it's portrayed is she goes into this like trance almost. Like yeah, her yeah, eyes widen yeah. and she like just goes off with them. And every time we see her, like, or the back of her, like, in her cloak and everything, she's just yeah. walking so stiff and, like, ro- like almost robotic. You thought she had been, like, Jason Bourne, like, yes, activated. activated, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, I totally I thought this. that's exactly what was happening. And I was like, I got this shit pegged, <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I, I so get funny. it. Not Do a o- terrible theory, by the way. Did Not other people, theory. like, think that? I like, don't know. I can't. This was so long ago for me. I do Sure, not okay, all right. But I don't think that's a terrible theory. Like okay. I can see that happening. Yeah. So sure. yeah, definitely that's that's definitely what I thought was going on. Um that's anyway, funny. so Robin's missing. Uh and Usopp finds out that uh that the Mary is no more. Yeah. And I don't love this next stuff. 
but I do. Like I do yeah. and I don't. I have I know I had problems with it at the time and I think I'm okay with them now. But I I also want to be honest with you all who are listening. Sure. Uh in my experience the first time watching, right? So Zach does not love Usopp. For I, a little, yeah, I don't for like a little him. background. <laughs> Zach does not fuck, like Usopp. I fucking hate Usopp. Yeah, there it is. Uh, there we go. Usopp and Chopper's kind of becoming the same way for me oh, too. Chopper's my least favorite star I have Ch- by a Chopper mile. I I don't sucks. know who's gonna get pissed of that. Who's who thinks that's controversial? Like it is not even. Close. Are there people that think Chopper's their favorite straw hat? I think Chopper is Chopper is the Pikachu syndrome, you know? It's just like, oh, he's cute. He's the mascot. He's so, you know, furry and fluffy and fun. And I, sure, I'm sure some people genuinely like him for more than that, but I think they're absolutely... They're children? Like, I don't... <laughs> yes, they're actual children. Like, I don't actively hate Chopper, but I wouldn't be sad, you know, if he just wasn't on the crew. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's how I feel about him. Uh, okay, so... I don't like Usopp, but right. Usopp and Luffy start getting in, into it. They get into this really yes. big fight. It's and, very heated. And I actually, I'm okay with their fight, like their okay. argument. Um, Usopp would not hear reason, and I really appreciate pragmatism in shows, so I didn't mm-hmm. like that. But there's a huge emotional battle that's happening inside of Usopp, so like I have to appreciate that. Uh, what I didn't like about all of this, and I know I'm getting a little ahead of myself, is the actual fight. fight. The actual, like, fight. Oh, interesting. Okay. What about it, specifically? Just the fact that it was even a fight? Yes. Exactly. Exactly. That's fair. Yeah, I I hate that it's like, Usopp, you could not do this. I mean, don't you think Luffy probably was, like, taking it easy on him because he's his friend and he doesn't want to actually fight him, but he feels like he has to? Yeah, but... I mean, yes, but I just didn't like it. I, I mean, I don't know how else to say it. I just did not like it. Okay, I think that's fine. Uh, but you cannot deny, like, the emotional weight and the power it has, like, at the end especially. Like, after it's over. Yes. Yes, 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 Luffy, yes. And Luffy, like, in tears, is just, like, breaking down, and Zoro basically, like, tells him, like, you have to bear this. Like, you're the captain. Like, if we can't, you know, follow you, and if you can't be strong for the rest of us, like, we're done. Yeah. We're done as a crew. I, know, I love that he said that, by the so, way. Zoro's the best. I love... I, and he, he has a couple of those moments... Yes. ...in, in this, in this yes, arc specifically... Yes, he does. ...where, where he basically is like, is like, dude, like, you need to step your shit up. You need to get your shit together. You're our captain. And I love yes, that. Sir. I love accountability in that, in that fashion from somebody who genuinely cares... Yeah, uh, it's it's he good. he even says uh, this may be getting away. I can't remember if it's here or if it's way later at the end. Uh, but Zoro says something to the effect of like, uh, we're not playing at pirates. Like, if you don't step up and, you know, do this right, I'm going to be the next one to leave. And that is like, yes, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just uh, hearing that from Zoro. It's of all not right wild. here, but I it, think it is at the end. Right. Well, Yes. Yeah. 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 It's at the end. But yeah, you're absolutely right. It's it. He has a couple of lines that hit, yeah. dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. and and. But hit in a way that that cause Luffy to level up and mature and grow, Correct. and I love that. That is 
such a huge part of this arc that I love because Luffy hadn't Luffy was so happy go lucky carefree mm-hmm. to this point and he still is of course sure but yeah he had to mature here in this arc because truly shit hit the fan and he wasn't fully prepared for it I think so I this might be getting a little ahead here uh but I it's I think it's I I, I want to talk about it because I want to address my feelings sure. with Usopp. Uh, everything that we see here from Usopp and Luffy, I think is like from a storytelling perspective and what it does for Usopp's character and for Usopp's story, mm-hmm. I think is vital. And I think it's very mm-hmm. good. Um, I, I just, this has happened to us before, Scott, you know that I get hung up on like the power structure of things the power In levels oh like just power levels like yeah like i just this is did, just going back to the fight again yeah i just didn't like the fight i mean yeah honestly like if i'm being totally honest and okay. real with you i did not like the fight going back though and and you said yourself like looking back on it you may have like kind of calmed or like reasoned through some things there was a moment when i feel like you and i were talking when you were first watching this when you were like just like totally against the mere idea that Usopp couldn't accept what Luffy was telling him about the Mary. Yes. Um and you were just like not happy about him throwing a fit about it. Well, it was just how stubborn he was. See, I think that's I th- that it's so I mean, obviously, you know, this isn't some crazy revelation here like the Mary is a metaphor for Usopp in this situation. Like, yes, as the weakest member of the crew and Luffy saying the Mary is too weak to go on. Usopp is hearing that is I'm also going to discard you because you're going to be too weak to go on with us. Yeah. Uh, so. In that also on top of that, he is also getting the news that uh, a companion that is very precious to him this is his this is his girlfriend's ship the ship that his girlfriend his boo gave to him or gave to the the crew right so this is he has fixed he's poured his blood sweat and tears into this you know ship for you know so long he's also on top of that he's hearing that you know she's gone she's dead basically I think his reaction is completely justified and understandable given the circumstances so okay yeah so I um I think that there's an element, like a human element, that I I think is real and and reasonable. But I also think that like, and th- this is something that is gonna happen in anime, and I think I just need to get over it. But like, the just inability to communicate that. Sure. Yeah. 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 I get that. I get that part of it where it, it's like, it, why doesn't Luffy just rational, calmly explain? No, dude. Like, it's seriously like. They told yes, us. but yeah, but also I think there is a realism to that because when emotions run high, even in you know real life, if you're having arguments with friends, loved ones, like you can just let things get out of hand and say things you don't like mean or you know put them in a harsher way than you would normally. E- yes, I get that, dude. Like I, I, I do totally understand that, but there is no effort or attempt made sure. to 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 articulate those feelings and articulate 
the black and white fact of the Mary just literally cannot sail anymore. I can't. I, I'll, I'll agree to that. So it's to, to me, it's like, like, oh, dude, just talk, just have a conversation, yeah. please. So I, I did. You I, are literally Nami in this scene, by the way. I think she says almost like <laughs> yeah, those yeah, exact yeah. words. Yes. Like, why don't you two just talk? Why don't you just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's how I felt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the fact that this whole fight bullshit escalated so high because yeah. of their inability to just talk really did frustrate me. Sure. Um, but also, look, man. I think we, it's meant to, honestly, that, though. Okay, I was literally about to say that. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> sorry. You and sorry, I have sorry. gone back to that several yeah, yeah. times. Like, job done. You know, job yeah. well done. Oh, like, 100%. Emotions were, were just like, were struck with me. Yes. Uh, when watching these scenes, so so yeah, a job well done uh, to Oda and and all, all of the the writers involved. Um, so anyway, m- moving moving forward, mm-hmm. we let's let's talk a little bit about uh, about uh, Iceberg and oh yeah, my god yeah. So I I like Iceberg quite a bit. Hell yeah. Um, throughout all this, we learn. I, I'm gonna kind of skip around here and just kind of yeah, like, yeah, sure, like sure, sure. hit some big points. Yeah, get us the hits. So we we learn through this that CP nine, uh, or or the government. I I guess we we don't learn yeah. specifically CP nine, but we learn that the government has been kind of chasing down Iceberg, uh, because he has some blueprints. Something they want. Yeah. Right. Well, he he had. I mean, I'm just right. Sure. He, sure. he has these blueprints for Pluton, which is this ancient weapon, mm-hmm. which I do find kind of strange, like. It's an. It's just weird that he has blueprints to an ancient weapon. Well, to clarify something here, I don't know how much we've talked about. Please this do. specifically, yeah. But uh, bear in mind, this is not the first we have heard of Pluton. This was right. yeah, yeah. first introduced to us in Alabasta, right? When Crocodile wanted the location, uh, to Nico Robin to read the Poneglyph and to tell him the location of Pluton. So Pluton exists. Pluton exists somewhere in the world. Because even Cobra is like, uh, King Cobra is like, uh, yeah, no, it should totally, why did you lie to him? Like, the location of Pluton should totally be on there. And she's like, yeah, I wasn't going to tell him where it was. So, yes, Pluton does still exist somewhere. This is just the blueprints of it, basically. And I think that that's what's a little strange to me, is that blueprints exist for it. For an ancient weapon. Yeah, I can kind of see what you're saying. Um, we kind of learn later in the arc uh, with like things Frankie says is that, you know, the reason these blueprints have been passed down and like kind of safeguarded by, you know, these these shipwrights is to counteract like the existing Pluton, basically. Like if that were ever to fall into the wrong hands, like, you know, a counter to Pluton could still be built if you will oh i must have not acknowledged that i don't think i i think it's a little yeah like a little unclear like uh kind of the way they talk about it but that's that's basically the gist of it that's why the government like wants these blueprints back they they want pluton for themselves obviously sure so right um yeah anyway so uh there is an attempt made on Iceberg's life, mm-hmm. and uh, he's almost killed. Yeah, and it's been blamed on the Straw Hats. Yep, 
the entire city is in the rage uh, or in a rage uh, trying to find the Straw Hats. And Nico Robin specifically of the Straw Hats. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cause, because she's still missing uh, yeah, at this point. Still missing. So we, uh, I'm going to fast forward here a little bit. We, yeah, yeah. we learn that Nico Robin is involved in helping out this crew named mm-hmm. CP9. Yeah. Which CP9 is a espionage, uh, like, uh, assassination. Assassins, yeah. 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 Black uh, ops, basically. Black ops, exactly. Special yeah. forces. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are, they have this elaborate scheme to get the blueprints from Iceberg, blame it on the Straw Hats, and then bounce. And yeah. they're going to take Robin with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, once all this is uncovered, the Straw Hats go to head off the second attempt on Iceberg's life. Right. And a fight happens. Mm-hmm. And Scott, our, our crew gets fucking wiped. They get minced for the second time in two fights. Well, dude. I guess they kind of scrapped with the Frankie family, but... Minced. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get yeah, yeah. worked so hard. I was very confused. I'm really glad that they like went a little bit more into the, a little bit more. They went a lot into the whole tra- <laughs> training bullshit that these people do on their bodies. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I was very confused. Like like some of the the techniques, the powers they yeah, were using, the powers yeah, the like they're they're yeah. not really devil fruit powers. Like these are right. things that humans can do. They right. just undergo a lot of training. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of them do have devil fruit pro- uh, devil fruit powers on Correct. top of. Uh, what what is it called again? What like uh, the Rokushiki, Rokushiki or the six powers? Yeah, the six powers. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, basically they can like stick their finger through anything. Yeah, their yeah. body can get super hard. Mm-hmm. Sounds oh, very sexual. <laughs> stick my Both finger. of those sound very sexual, <laughs> yeah. actually. Uh, and they can move real fast, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and yeah, our our squad gets our our squad gets fucking wiped, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Luffy and Zoro both get stuck, which is <laughs> I, very strange. I do hate this. I do fucking hate this. It's so funny though. Yeah, they both like they both conveniently get knocked out of this window and like go flying mm-hmm. halfway across the city. It's so fucking. I hate when anime does this type of shit. Oh yeah, yeah. they're blasting off again, bro. They're like Team Rocket. Dude, I except then Zoro ends up upside down in a chair. <laughs> He's a sea anemone. He's a sea anemone. That's so dumb. <laughs> so good. Uh, am I missing anything major in between? There? Um, just the I stuff mean, with Frankie's family, really, right? Well, yeah, there's the Frankie stuff, but also just like I don't know if you were about to talk about like the big revelations we get here from Iceberg about Robin. Oh, like, and right. No, that was what she's. Yeah, okay, what she's actually doing. So, well, why don't you take the lead on that and I'll share my thoughts on it. Okay, so, I mean, to, to put it in simple terms, basically, Robin has made a deal with CP9 that she will assist in their, you know, uh, bullshit with Iceberg to get these blueprints from him and, you know, willingly turn herself in, go with them to Eni's lobby. Uh, on the condition that the other Straw Hats are left alone and allowed to leave the island, you know, unharmed, basically. Safely, yes. 
Uh, and that is the deal she has made with them. Like to this point, you know, she has basically told them, I'm not with you. You know, uh, I can never be with you. I can never be with you. Uh, she tries to kind of white fang him. Yes, she totally white fangs him. She's like, yeah, this is. And the thing we didn't talk about a ton when we talked about the Aokiji portion was the fact that Aokiji basically told them this would happen. Like, he's like, yeah, this is the woman that's betrayed every organization she's ever been in. Uh, It's going to happen to you, too. She's going to betray you. She's going to leave you, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So up until this point when, you know, obviously Robin is missing, they don't know what's going on. They get the news. Oh, yeah, she's tried to assassinate Iceberg and all this shit. And she's telling them to their face, like, nah, I'm not part of the Straw Hats anymore. I'm leaving. I'll never see you again, basically. Right. And then Iceberg drops the bomb to Nami about basically like, yeah, this is she's she's doing this for you, more or less. Which is kind of strange to me that. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Never mind. Never mind. She she tells him this, right? Like, I was going to say, like, how does she tells Iceberg? How does Iceberg? Okay, yeah, okay. She Because he's like, you know, about like. Pluton and like like I know who you are. You're Nico Robin. You're you know the survivor of Ohara. Blah blah blah. Like you know about Pluton and like what it's capable of. Like, don't you care about like the carnage and like the death and destruction that it can unleash if the government gets its hands on it? And she's like, no, I don't give a shit. I care about you know them. Yeah, and it's just like you are the best, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, yeah, she is. Uh, she's she's pretty amazing, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, when when all of this is being revealed, I man, I just in in my head, I was like, as if I needed more of a reason, right, to just adore this woman. She's the best. She is truly. God damn, dude, she's so cool. Mm-hmm. So, moving forward, mm-hmm. now that the squad knows what's going on, uh, they're fucking locked in. Yeah, they're like, we gotta get her back. Yeah, yeah. This this shit ain't happening. Like, she's she's our homie. Yeah. Uh, we also get a reveal that Frankie, uh, who runs a kind of local gang essentially mm-hmm. they're the ones that jumped uh Usopp and stole all the the crew's money who has been a real shithead to this yeah he has been story. a real shithead uh <laughs> who is also Ace Ventura uh, yeah also Ace Ventura also a cyborg also also yeah uh we learned that he he was actually the second uh apprentice mm-hmm. under tom right his name is tom yeah, right tom correct uh tom with iceberg so iceberg yes. and frankie were uh what was frankie's real name uh cutty flam cutty flam mm-hmm. uh they were apprentices under like the best shipwright shipbuilder ever in history yeah, essentially in, yeah basically yeah. <clears throat> who also i'm sure this will come around uh he is the the man who built the ship for gold uh, Goldie Roger. Correct. So he is the one who passed down the uh, Pluton the blueprints. Uh, yeah. blueprints. And Iceberg ends up giving them to Frankie. 
to keep safe because he knows that the government is going to come for him. Right. So Frankie's got the blueprints. And CP9 now knows. And CP9 has now figured this out. Yeah. Uh, They are on the way to go fight him, and Usopp is with him. Mm Mm-hmm. And we have this incredible revelation, Scott. I I knew you liked this. I adored this section. And mostly because I have an ego. Uh, Wait, what? But I kind of called this a little bit. Okay. Uh, I was like, I have a feeling that there is going to be some way that, like, like Mary is more than just a ship. Oh, I didn't know you called that. Yeah. Did you tell me about that? I, I kind of mentioned it. Like okay, in, like, I don't, you probably did. I don't remember. Um, yeah, I, I was like... It had just been building up, like, to this, like, the idea of losing the Mary, like, I just kind of felt like, like, there was going to be something about it, like. Well, sure, the the mystery was planted way back in Skypea, where the ship gets fixed overnight, mm-hmm. and, you know, Usopp says something along the lines of, like, well, how did whoever did this know what the Mary, like, originally looked like? Like, they took off, like, the wings, and, right. like, the tail, and all that stuff. And so, yeah, the, the seeds were planted there, but that's, that's a good pickup. Yeah, and uh, do you remember the name of these things? Because it's a fucking weird-ass Klabouter name. man. I am... <laughs> Pretty sure it's German. It sounds very German. Klabouterman? Klabouterman. Klabouterman. Mm-hmm. That's a weird name. Uh, that's a weird name. It's, it's just a... I mean, really, dude, it's just such a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful mm. part of this story. Uh. Usopp yeah, is essentially is. just talking about the situation and is like talking about like how confused he is about like the, the Mary getting fixed overnight and like not knowing who did it. And Frankie's like, nah, dude, like that's yeah. a club outer man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Usopp says something like, I'm sure this sounds crazy. and You don't believe me. And Frankie's like, no, yeah, yeah, that's, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, you, what you witness is, is really rare. Yeah. And he goes on to explain, like, this is, this is something that is only to believed, to be believed, excuse me, uh, that can happen with a ship that is truly loved and cared for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and has a real connection with its crew. Right. And I, I liked the Mary before this, mm-hmm. Scott, but when this revelation came out, I... It tugged at my heartstrings. So good. Dude. It's so good, dude. It really is. And then in Mary the... is ten times the straw hat chopper could ever be. <laughs> no kidding, bro. Uh, no man. cap. And uh, in the next episode, the Mary gets launched out of the thing and gets yeah. fucking broken. Fucking kaku. What a dick. What a cack. Flushes it. What a cack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should have should have seen that one coming. Um. Okay. So anyway, we we probably need to pick this up here a little bit. So uh, uh, all right. So CP- on our way to Eni's lobby now. Yeah. Yeah. CP nine shows up. They beat the shit out of them. They uh they capture uh Frankie and, and Usopp. And, and Usopp. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh they hop on the uh, sea train. There's this giant wave that's about to hit the city, so they can't really leave the chase after them. Oh, yeah, shit. Talk about, like, Oda just building tension on top of tension on top of tension. <laughs> it's just like, 
as if like the Mary not being fixed, Usopp has left the crew. Robin is missing and being accused of being an assassin. There's like these actual group of assassins running around. The whole town is against us. Oh, also there's a giant fucking wave coming to like destroy like the lower parts of the city. Did we mention that? Yeah, it's it's uh yeah, there's a lot going on. It's very hectic. There's so much going on. And I did I did at one point think like, man, this is a lot happening there's all at lot, once. But it's great. And then we, we get this really cool, like, transformation that we start seeing, dude. And I know I called this out to you, like, I was messaging you about it, but mm-hmm. we start to see Sanji go through this, like, just this kind of, like, growth spurt. And he, he I just feel, I mean, like, not, like, he's still an idiot and he's still, like, a fucking, like, ladies' man. But, or he wishes he was a ladies' man. <laughs> it's true. Um, but, like, there was something about his demeanor in this, like, on his mission to get back oh, Robin. Sure, 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 sure. That was just very like dialed in. Yeah, and yeah. I loved he was all, it. All business. All business. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he was like thinking ahead too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and was like, I well, I need to go head them off over here. Like, right. he, and he wasn't really telling his plan to anybody. Like, he was just like, I gotta, I gotta get the job done. That's and kind I, of I his, really liked it. That's kind of his thing. Like, you see it again at the end of this arc with you know him closing the gates of justice and all that stuff right right too. it's like he he he's definitely a, a thinker a header that's definitely i i really like that aspect i don't know that i had really picked up on that being like a, his own like his thing i'm trying to think of like if there's an example of him doing it previously this might be the first time it's like so, really so because of that i was like like oh dude like he's kind of leveling up in a way yeah well i guess you could kind of say like when him and usopp sneak aboard the ark and skypea and like kind of wreck it's innards. Yeah, kind sure. Of. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. Anyway, that that's the point. Um, so they head out. Uh, they are they're on their way to Annie's lobby and Rocket Man. Yeah. You should sing Hell it. Yeah, Rocket Man. No, I'm not gonna sing it. <laughs> Rocket Man. No, you should sing it like uh, who's the fucker that covers it? That's Elton so John? funny. No, 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 no. Oh, oh my God, the, fucking, the best uh, video on the internet. Yeah, 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 yeah. The who is oh, it? it's Captain Kirk. What is his fucking name? What is the actor's name? Dude, I don't know. Oh, it's not Hasselhoff. That's all I can think of right now. What is the act? Captain Kirk. It doesn't matter. But it is the funny. Go look up. Oh, William fuck- Shatner. William Shatner, yes, singing <laughs> Rocket Man, because it is the funniest thing you will ever see. Dude, that, that video has layers, too, by the way. Like, just when you think that video can't get any more batshit insane, it's like... I fucking turning this shit up to Rocket 11, man. bro. Dude. It's so good, man. The uh, twists and turns <laughs> in that video. Holy. So. Uh, oh, oh, what's the old fucking bitch's name? The uh, Kokoro? Kokoro, dude. I Kokoro knew rules. she. Dude, I from early on, dude, I was like, Kokoro's going to have something to do with this bullshit. Like, oh, hell She's yeah. going to have a part to play. And then you were even like, my guy. Everybody that you meet has a part to play. True, <laughs> so, true, true, right, true. Fair. But uh, yeah, so she's got a second of uh, a C train, yeah, uh, yeah. or like I guess the the prototype, right? She was kind of the yeah. She was also kind of the surrogate mom, and uh, I don't know if it's ever actually said what kind of relationship her and Tom had, but I mean, it does make sense that we find out that she is a mermaid, and he, you know, of course, was a fishman. So you know, oh. they're probably they're probably you know they're probably, they're probably fucking. Probably. Yeah, they're probably banging, you know. 
That's fucking rad, dude. Hell they yeah, said, Tom. They seem like they were good friends. Hell yeah, Tom. Yeah, Hell yeah. Gotta get it, man. Hell yeah. Uh, can you... It just I feel like I've been talking a lot. Can you take us through like the backstory yeah. uh, of Tom? Tom, real quick. Yeah, so basically, you know, he built the Oro Jackson, which is the name of Goldie Rogers' ship. Has that been said uh, before? Or did I you don't just know. spoil it might, that? This might, it, well, it might have been. I know it was said here. Oh. Really? It was it not? I don't think so. Pretty, I feel well, like I would have made note of that. You don't make note of things a lot of times. Anyway, it, it's not important, I don't think. Said I, I'm going to stop watching now. Yeah, I'm getting stop watching. Uh, he built the Pirate King ship, and this was considered to be a great crime by the world government because, of course, it is the world government are assholes. Uh, so basically, they were going to execute him for this great crime, and he was like, "Hey, uh, I got this cool idea to save Water Seven. I'm going to build the sea train. Let me do that first. They gave him a stay of execution. He built the sea train because he was basically, you know, the most badass shipwright of all time. And uh, he was going to get pardoned for this great deed, you know, building the sea train, saving Water 7. Uh, and when this was about to go down, a Spandom, who is a giant gaping asshole that we meet here and we'll uh, talk about more later, I'm sure. Gaping. Uh, hates. Like puckering, too. Dude. Yeah, just the worst. Hates Tom and Cuddy Flam at this point and Iceberg and all them and basically fucks them over to a point where now Tom has two major crimes. He he is he is looking for the blueprints. That's right. That yeah. That that, is that's what, that's why he's there. About. Yeah. Yes. Uh he basically uses Frankie was big on building battleships, which Iceberg never liked. Uh Spandam uses Frankie's battleships to like fuck up the town. Tom gets fucked up himself. Uh but Tom takes responsibility for it. He's like, these are my kids, like I take responsibility for this. And they're like, well, you can only be pardoned. We're only going to pardon you for one of these crimes. And Tom basically is like, well, I'm going to take the pardon for me and them for what happened here. Now you can just go ahead and execute me for building the ship for the pirate King. Cause I'm glad I'm did it and I'm proud of it and blah, blah, blah. So Tom certified badass, uh, Frankie trying to stop this from happening, gets super fucked up, has to basically, I always loved the logic of this, but it's one piece. So he he builds himself a new body while on death's door and is is now a cyborg. What is this guy? Cooler? Dude, he <laughs> cooler. Yes, basically, yes. He is a fucking DBZ fucking villain for Frieza. sure. Frieza uh, looking ass. Um <laughs> but yeah, now he is a cyborg, and that is kind of Frankie's whole backstory. Uh Iceberg, you know, he went back eventually to Iceberg and Iceberg and him kind of kind of sort of reconciled. Iceberg was like, I'm glad you're alive, basically. And uh, they yeah, kiss that whole thing. Yeah, they <laughs> <Now keys. laughs> keys. Uh, uh But yeah, now Frankie is being taken away, just like Tom was to any's lobby. And uh, along with Usopp and Robin and the Straw Hats, the Frankie family and um, some of the galley law workers are like. We're not having. Oh, shit. I don't think I during this whole conversation I have said that Gali Law workers are CP9. Yeah. That's CP9. Well, that's who CP9 some is. of them, not all of them. Well, yes, we didn't talk much about man. that. Well, and two of the others. There's the big guy with like the big hammer, Tileston, I think is his name. Yeah, yeah. And there's the the guy that looks like uh, <laughs> with the hair, the hair, yeah, <laughs> with the yeah. The hair that always stands up. That uh, guy's very he's funny. Uh, Freddie Mercury. That, that's Freddie a Mercury fucking ass. 
Yeah. That's yeah. a good bit, dude. The hair. Yeah, it's a very funny bit. How it always like it comes out of his nose sometimes. <laughs> it's it's a very very funny. But yes, yeah, so what great twist by the way. I know that blow my mind on first watch was that you know, they were like the double agents some of the some of the workers did that did that get you as well? It it got me and then when it got me, I was pissed that it got me. <laughs> You know what like, I mean? Fair enough. Yeah, it's yeah. like, of course it was them, right? Well, of course. Oh, uh, Scooby Doo villain ass yeah, over here. Yeah, dude. If it weren't for you meddling <laughs> fucking kids. True. Dude, yeah. It. Man, so when we get this backstory of Tom, mm-hmm. I was convinced that during the rescue mission to Annie's lobby, that oh, somehow. Yeah. Tom was still going to be alive and that he was going to repair the Mary. I think I also felt that exact same way upon first watch. And that definitely seems like something Oda would do. But no, it's just like, I guess you're supposed to assume Tom was executed long ago. Because, yeah. So. Yeah. Doesn't happen that way. Doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't happen that way. They're here for one reason, baby. It's Robin. Well, I guess two reasons. Robbie and and Frankie. Yeah. And Usopp. Well, Usopp joins Usopp's with with him a lot sooner. Like right. Usopp rejoins him on the train. So, so although not to Luffy and Chopper's knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about your boy Soge King? Yeah. So Soge King, um, I did, I did quite enjoy the Soge King bit. I love the Soge King bit, uh, but not to the extent that everyone on the fucking internet does. <laughs> My God. I think I ran into you about this before, right? Yeah, you did. <laughs> rant, rant about it. We're on the podcast Every now. fucking comment <laughs> on every One Piece video ever. Just like, it's... This joke was never funny. <laughs> and it being the most fucking common comment on everything ever is not helping his case to be funny. But they're like, oh yeah, Usopp wasn't there at at water, at Eni's lobby, but Soke King sure was. And... Blah, blah. Motherfucker, he literally takes his mask off and talks to Luffy in the middle. I hate it. I hate that joke. I, 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 and and, and I, it's funny that like people ride that joke, man. Dude, like, they, they ride it so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They will not let it die. That, and I'm not even like integrated into the, like the One Piece like I online know. community. The one, the only thing, the only experience I have with this is I I did post a TikTok like while I was watching uh, Annie's lobby, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I mean, some people were interested in it and like, actually, I should probably make some more people were like, hey, you should you should keep posting these like as you are watching more. And somebody made that fucking joke. Of course they did. (laughs) On my video. And I was like, you fucking fucking God damn it. Yeah, it's it's a funny bit that Chopper and Luffy are so enamored by him being a superhero and don't know (laughs) that it's Usopp. But it's just let it be that let it be. Let it be just Luffy and Chopper being dumb. You don't have to like share in their dumbness and like yeah. also be because but the also funniest that, that song though, Scott. The song is amazing. The funniest part of the bit is that these people who have like barely met Usopp, like just instantly know it's him. They're just all yeah. like all the Frankie family and everyone that's standing there <laughs> yeah. is like, Yeah, that's the long nose that we took all the money from. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are these guys on about? Like, that's the best part of the bit, not the part that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. My rant is I over. think it does matter. <laughs> um, um, okay, so listen, we are on Rocket Man. Hell yeah. On 
like it in in pursuit. Yeah, yeah. Of CP9, Robin, Frankie, mm-hmm. and and company. Uh and this thing's like hauling some fucking ass. Yeah, it is. This thing is flying. Yeah, Rocket Man's a little unstable, which is like, it was like prototype <laughs> it's one. It's like me, dude. Kokoro's like, brakes? the fuck do you think this is? <laughs> yeah. uh, so, we'll... Okay, so actually, a couple things here that I, I do want to uh-huh. mention. Sanji is kicking some fucking ass. Oh, hell ass. yeah. He's, he's, he, he wrecks shop He on is train. kicking some absolute ass on, uh, yeah. on, on that ship or on the train. Until he's not, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> uh... They regroup with the Straw Hats, and eventually they uh, make landfall at uh, at Annie's lobby. Is there anything major I should talk about, like on the trains? I don't think anything super major. I do a part. I, I an underrated part. I don't hear many people talk about, but that I personally love is when Frankie is fighting that. Uh, I think his name is Nero guy. Oh, the one that's in training to be yeah, part yeah, of CP9. Yeah, yeah. He can only do like a couple of the six powers. Uh, and Frankie busts out the, uh, the Frankie Cantoras. Yeah, the Frankie Centaur, which is just, like, the funniest fucking thing in the world to me. Like, the fact that it's a reverse Centaur, <laughs> like, it's not even right. And it's just like, what is this move supposed to do even? And it's just like, I love, like, that's, just like, kind of our first taste of Frankie. This is how I feel. This is how, like, seeing that is the same way that I felt the first time I played Mr. Game & Watch. Like, what are these moves? What are these moves to Why even is do? there a fish coming out of a pan? Yeah, totally fair. <laughs> Frankie is a reverse centaur, and it's, I think it's hilarious. And I, I just, I just wanted to shout that out. Yeah, um, it's very, very funny. But not much else. No, like, uh, Sanji has some good shit on the train. Uh, but yeah, they get away. Sanji and. Soge King are now rejoined with the rest of the gang while Frankie and Robin are recapped. Well, Robin was never uncaptured, but Frankie was loose for a while. So Right. Um, so they get to Annie's lobby mm-hmm. and all hell breaks loose. Hell yeah. And it is a race to get to the other side of the city, which, by the way, just a quick second on actual Annie's lobby itself. Mm-hmm. Super cool design. Cool. As you hell. said this earlier about Oda's like ability to just build these really interesting like worlds and mm-hmm. uh islands and, and stuff and, and any's lobby is no exception it's a very very strange design and i love it quick sidebar on that i can't talk about anything specifically but there are some wild theories that are very fun about a lot of the strangeness of any's lobby like uh, the waterfall like the yeah, the giant gaping waterfall in the middle of the ocean that goes down forever. The fact that it's they say it's never night there, uh, that it's just always daytime. Um, Annie's lobby is weird as hell, and there are some very fun theories. Uh, well, what didn't wasn't that. there a theory that talked about why it's always daytime there? I feel like there was something said. I don't think so. Not no, full of shit. That's my knowledge. No. Hmm, okay. The big main theory is something you'll not know about for quite some time. Is it said in show or like is it? No, I mean, s- uh, some things me, happen. <laughs> some things happen that let it be known that weird things can happen 
in relation to certain devil fruits. So that may pertain to Annie's lobby. That's all I'm going to say. There's just some fun theories. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Annie's oh, lobby is a weird man, fucking place. You can't do that to me. Ah, listen, when you get there, when you find out about certain things, I'll, I'll tell you. God theories. damn it. Okay. Annie's lobby is cool. Yeah. Uh, I, th- there's too much that happens in terms of like these, these like yeah. fights going yeah, on. Yeah, like, It's a lot of fights. So let's just get to the tower. Get to the fucking tower. Okay. That's the best part anyway. So. so we're introduced to the other members of CP9 who were not present on, like, at Water 7. Right. And, uh, and it's basically, like, uh, what's that tower in Pokemon where you have to, like, clear each level? Oh. To go? Is it just called the Battle Tower? I don't know. No, it's, I think it's the ghost one. Do you remember that? Oh! From, like, the, red like and blue or Gen gold? one? Oh, man, was that so? I can't remember. Yeah, it's been know. so long since I played Pokemon. Regardless. Yeah, there's basically all these fucking levels they need to clear. They need to beat all these, like, mini-bosses no, before they, they just, get yeah, to the they boss. Yeah, they just need to fight, beat the individual CP9 members. Because yes. they all got keys, and one of them opens Robin's handcuffs. Such a dumb, but such, such a dumb mechanic. I hate, no, I but hate But you're it. getting way ahead of yourself, by the way. Like, we gotta talk about the showdown at the tower first, before we get into the big fights. What do you mean? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, you dirty bitch. <laughs> you, uh, you mean the best part of this arc? I mean literally the, like, two or three <laughs> best parts of this arc. Yes. Dude, you were like, let's talk about these. They're getting these keys. <laughs> like, hold on a minute, motherfucker. You just skipped yeah, a yeah. whole lot of important I forgot, shit. I forgot order of operations again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm listen, sorry, that's I'm what sorry. I'm here for. That's what yeah, I'm here I appreciate for. you, pal. Um. They get to the... T- so, there are these two towers. Let me just set the stage for you here, then I'll let you... There goes over. the plane. There. Jesus. Holy. <laughs> Robin, Frankie, CP9 on one side. And the Straw Hats get to the top of this other tower. This is where... Well, we gotta talk about also this first. Luffy runs into Bluno, one of the CP9 members. I like the name Bluno. Bluno's pretty good. It reminds me of, uh, isn't that the name of Popeye's villain? Is it Bluno or Bruno or something like that? Anyway, is it, it Bluno? It's something close to that because he also looks like that guy. I'm pretty sure he's just a straight ripoff of Popeye's main villain. Anyway. Uh, gear second. Luffy unveils gear second. Talk me through what you were thinking of this. Okay. So, for any of you guys who listened to the One Piece uh, podcast, you guys know that one of the very obscure things that I somehow knew about Luffy oh, is right. that when he powers up, he turns red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, well, I see, I still picture it being more red, so there might be like more layers to this that we haven't seen, but this kind of was more like a steamy hot, Pink-ish. like pinky yeah. red. Mm. Uh, anyway, I like a good steamy hot, steamy hot, pinky red, dude. <laughs> That's yeah, my yeah, favorite yeah, yeah. sex move, dude. <laughs> Give her the old steamy hot, pinky red. Uh, True. <laughs> little fucking pinky red. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, so there's, I don't, I honest, like, other than the fact that Luffy's cool and like powers up, I don't know if I like the gear at like thing. I don't really. Yeah, the mechanic is just like it seems like one of these dumb pseudoscience bullshit. Like, I mean, it, listen, it, that's, it completely is. 
That's all. It hundred percent is. Like I said, that's kind of one piece. I I literally just talked about how Frankie, while on death's door, just built himself. Well, a new no, body. see, like that. I love that. Like they don't explain it. Like he just okay, did it. Yeah, listen. But fair this enough. gets explained, and it's like I mean, barely explained. I don't know, man. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's here's you. I feel like this is going way back into the the memory banks here. But I feel like you, when we were first going through the series, you were like big complaining about like when's Luffy gonna get like a power up, man? Like yes, he he needs to power up, bro. Like Crocodile is kicking his ass and Smoker's kicking his ass and like Luffy needs to power up. And here he is powering up, and you're like, nah, I don't like it. Well. <laughs> It's like like okay, so if you recall memory bank here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a I big recall, a big actually. part of this was like, how does Luffy power up? Okay, sure. Like, like is he like does him having devil fruit powers mean that he can like train and he'll get stronger because he trains? Like, uh, yes. Is it like but- the Saiyans when they like get their ass kicked, like they come back when they heal, they're stronger? Like. Uh, Not so much that, but Luffy does say he learned from watching them. That's a big part okay. of it. Yeah, sure. So, good. Good on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess, like, to me, there there was no, like, apparent, like, way to become stronger. So, it, it, so now that it's happened, it's this weird pseudoscience thing that I'm like, well, listen, okay. Zach. I mean, I will accept it because I love Luffy. Right. Okay. And I'm like, he's stronger, and this is fucking cool. And listen, yeah, this is very simple, Zach. His body's made of rubber Shut the and he fuck uses up, the rubber arteries and blood vessels to pump the blood through his body. And he's just he's on he's on some hot doping, basically, is what he's doing. It totally checks out. I, I checked the science. Don't worry. It checks. out. <laughs> I hate it. I did the background work for you, Zach. So don't worry. It checks out. Yeah, OK, it checks. Out. Anyway, uh, uh, he, he fucking mints. He Bruno, makes quick work way. of Bluno. So By the way, Popeye's villain is Blue Toe. Blue Toe, that's what it is. Okay. But he definitely looks like Blue No. I mean, not really, but he, other than the fact that they're both like big men. Yeah. Does Blue Toe have cow ears? Like me, some <laughs> or big horns. Uh, this fight's so good. It is good. It, it's, it's a good, quick little fight. Uh, Bluno also has this like really cool devil fruit power with he a door. Does kind of underutilized yeah super underutilized that would be a badass power it would be he bluno kind of sucks and luffy just kind of works his ass his ass yeah so he works him and uh spandam sees him get worked right like he sees uh i think they see like the like the him being down like the aftermath okay yeah basically yeah yeah and the rest of the crew shows up Mm -hmm. and scott in the best way possible. In the way. best way possible. Yeah, yeah. This, I don't know that there will be another One Piece scene that will top this. I have watched this scene, give or take, like probably hundreds of times. <laughs> it's so fucking hype. Dude. The the stare down of Spandam yes. and CP9, yeah, and Luffy and crew, and also like 
Oh, dude, it, it's the is it here that we get this the flashback? It's right before. It's this. right after this. Oh, it's right, it's after. right after this. So they have the stare down. Then it goes into the flashback. Then we get the other best scene of all time after that. Uh, but the 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 walk here. I mean, everyone talks about the walk at Arlong Park when you know after Luffy gives Nami his hat, which is a good and, walk, which is a phenomenal. Listen, I'm not discrediting that one at all. They squad up the four boys and they go to kick Arlong's ass and it's amazing and the music kicks and it's just perfect. But the Ennis Lavi here walk clears it easily for me because it's just it's so good just to stare down the way they get up on there. Robin is just like super emotional like Luffy's just like we fucking got this leave the rest to us. It's it just it hits every single time. Like I said, I have watched this scene <laughs> on repeat so many times, and it still gives me chills. Is the "I want to live" is that after? That's after the flashback. Okay, yes. So we're so that we're just talking about the walk up. Yes. I feel like I need to rewatch that honestly because it's, it's not stand out to me right now. Like really? I, well, I thought you were just talking about it. Well, no, I or mean you were thinking of the I want. Uh, yeah, to I was live. thinking of the okay. stare down and then the I want to live. I mean, listen. They're both incredible. I would probably put the 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 one coming as my number one favorite scene in all of One Piece and the walk here slightly behind it. But they're both they're both so good. I I view them in conjunction in my mind. Yeah, yeah. And I know there's there's actually a big chunk in between them because we get the the flashback, but in my mind they like, you know, they happen at the same time. All right. So quick, super quick recap on the flashback, Scotty. You go. <gasps> Boy, jeez. Um, Robin is uh, kind of a very ostracized and alone little girl uh, on an island called Ohara in the West Blue, which is an island of full of scholars. Uh, and she has a rough situation. The, all the kids and most of the people on the island kind of hate her because they think she's creepy. She already has her devil fruit power. Uh, with the exception being the scholars, uh, she has found a place of acceptance among them. Um, desperately wants to be like a part of something, so she has used her powers to like spy on them, learn a bunch of things, and she knows that these scholars are in fact doing um, some very illegal things. Uh, they are specifically researching the poneglyphs and the void century. Um, so first time we hear of the void century, yes, and it is yes. a sick fucking name yes it is uh so i'm gonna name a band void century that's a good band name that's that's a pretty good band name um anyway the scholars are like robin you're just a child you cannot be a part of this uh basically like this is bad robin runs off crying runs into a giant that is washed up on shore by the name of saul saul and robin are perfect and I love them. Um, yeah. Their, Saul is amazing. Their friendship is just the best uh, and adorable. Um, they form a quick friendship. Uh, Saul just says, like, you know, he's marooned and stranded here. We come to find out that Saul was a Navy vice admiral who uh, kind of basically took pity and was starting to question the um, methods, the methods of the government and kind of what they were doing because he was supposed to like capture and execute some ohara scholars and he was like they're just scholars they just want to learn stuff like what's going on here uh he freed uh nico olvia 
who we've come to find out is obviously Robin's mother and then had to basically flee from the Navy. Uh, and now uh, uh, Robin's mom is back on O'Hara and the Navy is also coming. They know where, like, where she's from, where her base of operations is, and they are coming to at first ascertain how big the problem is. And then once they find out all these things that the scholars know, uh, their plan is to enact a buster call, which will wipe the island. It'll destroy it, basically, and kill everyone there. Yeah, Buster Wolf. <laughs> Are you okay? I am not okay watching this flashback <laughs> at all. Um, Robin shares an extremely painful and sweet moment with her mother before oh, they are dude, separated. Oh, so heavy, man. It is soul-crushing. And it gets me every fucking time um, because uh, Ovia is trying to protect Robin. uh, So she's, you know, denying that they're related, that, you know, this, you know, and Robin just wants to her mom to recognize her and hold her hand and all this stuff. And it's it's just so sweet and awful at the same time. Anyway, uh, the scholars, the basically, you know, the government finds out the scholars know way too much. And they're going to destroy the island. Uh, Saul is going to try and get Robin off the island. Everyone else on the island basically gets killed, including Saul. Uh, Aokiji, who is a vice admiral at this point only, uh, kills Saul, who was his friend. Uh, he starts to kind of question things about that. He lets Robin go, uh, and she is the sole survivor of Ohara. The entire, you know, entire island is wiped out. So now she is the sole living person that can read the Pontiffs. And if I can uh, chime yes. in. Uh, Please, yeah, that was a very quick read. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I mean, but I mean, that, that was, you did that better than I could have. There, there is a extremely tender uh, scene. Yes. Between Saul and uh, yes. Robin. Robin. Where he's like essentially saying like you like you want to live like you have a reason to live like go make friends that Mm -hmm. you love and you know i mean i can't remember exactly what he He says he tells her no one is born into this world to be alone like it's a huge world out there go and find the people who will you know like be with you who will be your friends be your family basically and make you smile and make you laugh and right and and it's it truly is man it is it's heavy yeah it's it's very very sad uh especially this... seeing her current situation and how nobody wants her and all she wants to be is accepted yeah. um her rowing the boat away from her <sighs> burning home where everyone she, she has ever known is now dead and Saul, you know, had given her the, he had told her, like, whenever you're sad, just laugh instead. And he has this super weird laugh that she's like, what are you doing? And she tries to, you know, do the, do the laugh. And it's just like, oh my God. Yeah. It is crushing. Truly. And, uh, yeah. So there is a short montage of like her yes, growing which up. Which honestly is maybe maybe not but one of the worst actual parts of the flashback because it's it's very quick but it's like oh as if all that shit wasn't bad enough she then 
went through basically she's nine years old i think it's at this point i think it's like 10 plus years of just being on the run from the government and being betrayed by basically well not even basically everyone she ever like comes in contact meets with. or tries to get get help from or comes to contact with all the way up to and including crocodile like you know like she joined baroque works and yeah at the end he betrayed her also yeah and it's just like she, she has just gone through hell yeah. obviously the government has a huge bounty on her and she has just gone through hell for years. And a huge part of what's going on current day, not in the flashback, mm-hmm. is she, in order to get the Straw Hats to leave it be so they can get out of there unscathed, is she's like, you don't understand, I want to die. Yeah. I just, I want to be dead. Mm-hmm. I'm done with all this. And it's, it's very sad. And it's, I mean, it's really, it's truly very heavy. It's super heavy. And, um, because it's it's also bear in mind it's a continuation from from Alabasta again where she she had basically given up at that point yeah like she you know told Cobra and Luffy like I've tried for years to do this to decipher these to find out about the history but there's too many enemies I'm tired I'm done Luffy saves her and she's like no I don't want to be saved and he's like no, I don't care I'm saving you anyway right <laughs> which is just so Luffy and he's the best and. Yeah, here she is again, just like, I, the thing that kills me, and I, I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot, I'm, I'm okay. not trying to step away no, from No, 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 you're sec, good, man. The, the one, the aspect of this that, that I love so much that just, that hurts me, but that I love so much is that she, not only does she want to save the Straw Hats by turning herself in and dying here. It's that she's so she cares about them so much that she's terrified that they will eventually betray her also, because that is literally all she's ever known, all she's ever experienced. And that would just be too much to bear. So she doesn't even want to chance that she doesn't even want to risk it. Yeah. And that is just like, oh, that hurts. Yeah. It does, man. It's it's so heavy. Oof. Poor thing, She's dude. The best. Yeah. Yeah. Her God. her story God. is just so fucking good, dude. Uh, it's incredible. So so flashback to to present day, mm-hmm. and we've got the crew staring up at CP nine holding Robin captive, and something finally clicks for Luffy. Yeah. He realizes. Uh, well, actually, she she does he does he do the flag thing first, or does she say I want to live first? No, she, the flag thing comes first, right? And then because she, of that, yes, got it. she is basically like, you don't understand what I'm up against. My enemy is the world. Like, I don't want to become a burden to you. I care about you too much. You're the only ones who have ever cared about me. Eventually, I'll become too big of a burden for you to bear, and you'll you know right. end up resenting me or betraying me. right then it clicks for luffy and he realizes something and uh, he says now now i understand who your enemy is now i know yeah and then he turns to soge king says soge king shoot that flag down yeah 
And Soge King just says, all right. Aye, aye, Captain. Yeah. Pulls out his sick-ass new fucking, uh, what is it called? Kabut- Kabuto. Kabuto. Um, and uh, shoots down the world government flag that's, that's hanging over them. Mm-hmm. And it's just the most epic and badass and just cold, like just stone fucking cold moment of Luffy's. Uh, and essentially is like your enemies are our enemies. Yeah. Like we're, we're together. Um, and this prompts a, a really emotional response from, uh, from Nico Robin. And she, she cries and screams out finally admitting, well, Luffy makes her. Yeah. Luffy says, well, there are enemies now and we're going to fucking deal with this regardless. Mm-hmm. But we need to hear you say it. We need right. to hear you say that you want to live and that you want our help. And his other big thing is like, if, if you still want to die, say those things when you're back with us. Yeah. Like, get back with, with us first. Die with your friends. Die with yeah. people who care get about back, you. Right. Get back with us first. You know, if you want to say those things, but tell me what you really want. Because Luffy, for all his goofiness and idiocy, like, he's very good at reading people and being, you know, like, you know, like much like what happened with Nami, like, you know, he's very emotionally mature and he knows like when people are when they need help, in need of help in need of help and when they need to be left alone and all that stuff. And he knows what Robin really wants. And he's just like, I, I need to hear you say it, though. Yeah. And uh, so good. it is so good. It makes me <laughs> emotional. dude. It's so good. Dude, same. Um, she's like. She hears what he's saying, and uh, she finally breaks the silence and uh, screams and cries out, I want to live. And, uh, and that's all Luffy needs to hear, man. That's all he needs to hear. He's like, all right, ready to go, baby. we're fucking locked and loaded. Let's do this thing, then. Greatest moment in anything oh, history. oh my god <laughs> in fictional history Dude. i love it so much it's, it really is something else scott it's yeah. this this show has brought so much and like i i i don't i've never been emotional watching an anime before buckle up son yeah this is <laughs> this has been something else this has been a hell of a journey uh so now we get to what you tried to jump yeah, 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 yeah. to before. Yeah. Now it's the fights in the tower. So we get into the tower, and uh, essentially what has happened is that she has these uh, these sea prism uh, uh, handcuffs on. Yeah. And there's one key for them, which, sure, but apparently they were just prepped and ready to have five duplicates. Decoy, decoy Like, that's just, like, part of the... That's routine, uh, apparently. yeah. yeah. Uh, By the so way, dumb. we haven't mentioned, I think his name is Fukuro, Fukukuro or something like that. The wolf uh, guy? Who, no, no, no. The guy that literally has a zipper for a mouth oh, because yeah. he cannot <laughs> shut up. Just like <laughs> explains this whole situation to them. It's a very dumb but very good it's, bit it's a good that bit. I love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Where he's just like, ah, oh, I should have said that. And they're like, oh, but no, tell us more about these keys. He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's so stupid. Yeah. Okay, um... We we need to kind of like run through these pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we do see a great fight between um, Chopper and Fukukuro. Or... And, uh, 
Well, he kind of they kind of have a two on two fight for a bit. Right, right. With uh, Frankie and Chopper versus Fukukuro and uh, what is the other guy's name? The hair dude. I can't remember his name. I don't know. The weird tentacle porn guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tentacle porn. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> um. No, I actually, I kind of liked his character design. It was just, yeah, he was, was kind of cool. He, he reminded me of like a cartoon-ish version of like an Elden Ring boss. Oh, yeah, I can see that. I was going to say he almost feels like he should be like a Naruto character. Like, yeah, kind of ninja. His, his powers, yeah, his powers don't like fully fit with like One Piece, I feel like. He's just kind of a weirdo. Yeah. But oh, anyway, anyway, so yeah, you're right. It's a two-on-two for a little while, but then it breaks off into two one-on-ones. Frankie and Fukukuro's fight. Mm-hmm. Fukaro, I can't remember what his name is, but Fukuro, I think it's just Fukuro. Uh, their fight is is pretty fucking sick. I love their fight. Uh, they are just wailing on yeah, each other dude, for a it's bit, like and brutal. it's so good. Like yeah, it's yeah. it's one of the most like just like fucking just yeah, yeah. getting down and dirty, dude. Like like Brienne and the Hound. Like, yeah, it's for real. Just, yeah, like, they are wailing. just like yeah, they're just like taking turns, giving each other their best shots for a while, which is very fun. Uh, I have to quickly mention the bit here where Frankie needs more more juice, more power. He needs his cola, and Chopper keeps giving him the wrong <laughs> yeah. bottles, and he's like, he gives him like vegetable juice, and Frankie's like, fresh, and it's just it's so fucking funny. Yeah, dude, that that's a good bit. Um, yeah, and then oh, that's right, the uh. Chopper, Chopper crazy. go crazy, yeah, yeah. bro. Probably the coolest thing he's ever done. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so the limit thing for him is like is taking three of these like pills, like of these yes. uh the ball. What are they called? Uh, rumble balls. Rumble balls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking three rumble balls, eh? Oh, hey. Uh, or taking more than three. No, what? It, three is too well, many. Right, three is too many. Like he takes one, and there's like a time limit on it, and he runs out of that. I think it's like three in a day, and he has to take another one, and he can't like control it. Like his forms are kind of going out of control. If you remember for a bit, yeah. Uh, and then he realizes he's about to die. He has no choice, even though like you know the doctor, uh, his his mom doctor, told him never do that again because he experimented and ran amok basically before. He's like, I got no choice. You know, I have to save Robin, blah, blah. He takes a third one, and that's when he turns into, like, monster form, basically. Right. And this shit is, like, uh, kind of a little unsettling. Kind of a creepy-ass, like, giant monster chopper. The noises he makes are real unsettling. It's, uh, yeah, basically he's a kaiju at this point. Kind of. Um, Yeah, yeah, anyway, he he wrecks that fucker, and, uh, and then we go over to... The Sanji, Nami, and uh, Zoro fights, which are uh, all of them. Uh, every fight here is, yeah, every is a lot of fun. Um, I don't yep. particularly like uh, the the fuck. I am forgetting her name, dude. The Khalifa, the secretary girl. Kali- Ka- Khalifa. 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 Yeah. yeah, Mia Khalifa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, so she she has I fucking hate her devil fruit. Power. Her fruit is a bit strange. I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it's it. It's fucking stupid, odd. dude. She's also a bit stupid, to be honest. She thinks Nami, the monster chopper, is Nami at some point. She's like, "What kind of crazy transformation could you do?" And yeah. Nami's like, "I'm standing right fucking here." 
so Nami outsmarts her and wins. I would say she. I like Nami's fight, but she probably has the weakest one out of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then we get to this whole Zoro. This is a fun time. Zoro. I thought you would hate this. The Zoro fight. Oh well, the Zoro and Usopp being chained together. Yeah, I mean it was fine. It like I enjoyed it, like because because he was actually trying to fight with yeah, yeah. you know, so it was fine. Also, I just love how Zoro's Zoro always just jumps straight to the nuclear option. Like I don't know <laughs> if you remember back on uh, Little Garden when he was like, "Well, I can't get out of this wax, so I guess I'll just cut my legs off." Uh, and now he's like, "Okay, since he's chained to Usopp, Soge King, sorry." Uh, he's like, okay, we'll play rock, paper, scissors, and whoever loses will chop their hand off. And it's just like, <laughs> Zoro always just jumps straight to 11, and I love him to death. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's very true. I He's he's so ironically and unironically hilarious. Oh, 100%. <laughs> so fucking funny. People, not enough people appreciate how funny Zoro yeah, is, dude. because he's like... He is, but at the same time, he so isn't your typical, like, shonen, cool, stoic, you know, badass sure, character. Right, yeah. He's also just, like, this idiot jock, like, in a lot of ways, and he's he's so funny. He's, like, the perfect blend of, like, yes. Kuwabara and, like... <laughs> yeah, and he is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, totally. That's a great comparison. That is an amazing comparison. He is just as dumb as Luffy, and it's... <laughs> amazing i love him to death yeah yeah um so let's talk about sanji's fight first oh sanji's fight go crazy sanji's fight is so rad uh he and he he earns an epithet uh yeah he does he fucking what is it blackfoot no black leg black leg Mm -hmm. no well in it's blackfoot in the show and you told me that I think it depends on yeah how it's yeah like how it's translated yeah 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 um he goes dummy dude <laughs> dude he is fighting the giant wolf guy uh and I love how he is not taken in by any of the wolf's tricks yeah. and just beats his ass it's so it's good. Ju- I, I mean he really thing. does just wipe the floor with him yeah. He kind of and does. I mean, he takes a few hits here and there, but what I especially love, and I have been waiting for this, is that we see our 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 main our big three are leveling up. Yes, well, all of them get a big. Oh well, uh, yeah, no, you're, you're right. You're yeah, yeah, that's that's actually that that's very true. Nami gets like her new climate baton. We get Monster Chopper. Sanji gets the Diablo Jam. Is Monster Chopper? Oh, I mean, I guess you probably can't really say, but like, is Monster Chopper gonna be like a reoccurring thing? Mm, couldn't say. Okay, that's, uh, that is uh, weird to me. Unless it's like controlled somehow. So um, yeah, we you'll just have to see. And then Zoro's Ashura, of course. Right. Um, the yeah, like all of these are all these people are leveling up, but especially Sanji and Zoro is just so cool yeah. to watch because they're. I mean, like, there's no, there's no contest. I mean, they're the funnest yeah, to watch. I mean, fights. they're the they're, they're the coolest. Ones, yeah, yeah, for sure. sure. His finishing move he does on Jabra is that, Sanji. Like, spinning, yeah, yeah. like, drop kick. In midair, how he, like, flips around. He takes the hit, basically, just to, like, so he can get this finishing move off. And, like, spins around and hits him with his flaming foot. And, yeah, it's just so sends him rad, plummeting dude. down. It's sick as hell. It's, I love it's it, so rad. 
Yeah. Uh, and then Sanj, or excuse me, Zoro um, is a literal demon, and I love it. It's yeah. so good. It's By the way, there is a lot of comedy in the Zoro-Kaku fight that I don't know, maybe people do. Like, I feel it goes a little underappreciated. Like, the whole uh, giraffe bit, like how Kaku is like, just trying to convince himself in the world how much he loves giraffes and how cool giraffes are. And Zoro's just like, you're a fucking idiot. I hate you type of thing. It's like, their back and forth is very funny. Yeah. Because then he does like the whole, yeah, he's like, does the whole pasta machine bit where he's like, you can't just name that. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, him turning into like a fucking demon form is rad as hell. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and he and then he ends up mincing that fucking guy, Kaku. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. I think it's I think it's main event time. Yeah, yeah. It's time for the main it's, event. It's main event time. So Luffy finally catches up to uh, Luchi, 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 and Luffy, mm-hmm. and it's time for the big boys to to do the fucking thing. Oh. Boy, and do they ever. Yeah, they, they do. Uh, I will say this fight did have a little more. Took a little like I, I think I called this out to you. Yeah, you did. And I think I agree with you. I think it goes on just a hair too. Long. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, f- I feel like. It's in this section of the arc where. It kind of starts to feel a little more like traditional anime where like it kind of takes its time with some things sure. you know i can see that uh i mean it's it's battle mode at this point it is like we're in the fucking cell games over here you know like it is yeah it is time for the punch fighting yeah but i mean even that i will say uh one piece and i feel like oda his writing does separate it because you get moments like the moments towards the end of the fight where Usopp, you know, Luffy is down and is like j- just exhausted and beat to shit. And, you know, Usopp takes off the mask and, you know, calls out to him and is like, what the fuck are you doing? This isn't hell. We can still see the sky. We can still see the sea. Like, get your ass up and win this. Yeah. And if you don't, I'll come over there. I'll fight that fucker. Like, let's go. Yeah. Uh, and it's moments like that that it's like, oh yeah, this 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 is still One Piece. This is still it's definitely a higher level of yeah. of what you're gonna get. I feel like in in a lot of anime. I guess what I'm saying is like it just it just kind of takes a little longer. Yeah, no, um, it definitely does. So anyway, just an observation. I'm not like upset about it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. This is a great fight. I I do enjoy the the fight overall between Luchi and Luffy, um, and. Luffy does really uh, push himself more, and he ends up going into gear second. Mm-hmm. Uh, and third. And third. Yep. Uh, gear third is where, well, gear third is the one where, like, just a limb gets, like, massive, right? Yes, correct. And it's, remind me how gear second works again? Uh, well, that's, he's basically just, like, increasing his speed and power by, he, he pumps his Like a blood. multiplier. Yeah, he well he he technically he's using his legs as like pumps to like pump his blood and adrenaline like faster through his body to basically just give him it's like steroids. He's like he's doing I'm sorry, I, I was I got confused. Gear second is the first level of it. 
Yes. Like, well, like, wait, what do you mean? Like when he when he does it with Bluno, it's gear second, right? Yes, correct. Okay. It's it's, it's not like is... it's not like regular Luffy, then gear one, then two, then no, three. No. It's just regular Luffy is gear is one. gear one. Got it. Yes. Okay. Uh, there is no gear one. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, sorry. I, Just to be crystal clear. So, yeah, yeah so yeah. gear second is where he's doing the majority of his fighting, and then he yes. kind of pushes past that and goes to gear third. Yes. Uh, and and wreck shop. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, at... But, I mean, the majority of this fight, he's in gear, gear second. second. Like, he, he lands one big hit on Lucci, but the problem with gear third is it's got that big drawback where he, he turns tiny. He turns tiny. And, yeah, 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 which is very funny. Uh, so he can't like he can't use that a lot. Also, it like I think it, you know, I think Lucci says something like you're slow when you use that or something like that. He does most of the fight here in, in gear, gear second. second. Yeah. Uh, Luffy wins the fight. Like, there's not like a whole lot of like crazy anything there. Like he just he unlocks his new thing. Like there's I'm not gonna go blow by blow. I mean that ending is hype though. The jet Gatling go crazy. I mean it is it is sick. We get I you always you know I I always like to see a kind of a new enhanced move. Yeah. Uh, I mean it's just the Gatling just with a it with is, jet in front of it. Yes, but it's it's <laughs> it just hits different because like yeah, it hits like a jet. That, it hit well true, but you get that like because like I mean and this is a trope too where it's like right as he's about to deliver the the final blow you know you get like kind of the the playback in the head of like the big moments from the arc of you know robin saying you know she wants to live and like Lucci being like a bitch and like i'll hunt her down to the ends of the earth and then you know luffy goes crazy and uh it's just hype i love the ending of that fight i think it's super sick what is really exciting here though is what's going on outside oh you think that's better yes the fight on the bridge and stuff. I'm just, or I just more specifically, just the... Robin. I'm just happy to like oh, have true. Robin back. True, true, true. So, so there's, there's at the same time as all this is going on, Frankie catches up to Robin. Hell yeah! Fucking beats the shit out of Spandam. Uh, well, no, Robin does. Well, I'm sorry, Spandam oh, yeah. gets the shit kicked out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin is set free, kind of. But they're stuck on the bridge. They are going to try and make an escape by using Spandam ship, basically. Yeah, the ship that was supposed to take her to basically be executed. Um, and well, it gets kind of blown up and fucked up. Sure does. And That's bad. Uh, the Buster call. Yeah, we didn't even say this. The Buster call oh, yeah, was true. accidentally called in. God, Spandam mm-hmm. is a fucking idiot, dude. He's a moron. I fucking I hate that guy. So. By the way, I feel like, yeah, quick aside, I feel like they did a really good job of, like, showing the trauma and, like, PTSD that Robin experiences, like, in relation to the Buster call. Definitely, yes. That's like, oh, jeez, I can't even imagine. Definitely, yes. Yeah, good call out there. Uh, I mean, I I don't, like, this is a tough one to, like, like, go step by step through. Like, basically, all, all of the... All the Marines like launch an attack on them. Mm-hmm. Not only is the Buster Call happening and the entire like Annie's Lobby Island is being essentially blown up, mm-hmm. but all the Marines are also like jumping off the ships and like right. going to fight the mm-hmm. Straw Hats. And so a- another big wave and round of fights starts happening. Uh, and a really crazy moment happens 
where Zoro's sword. This is like I his, wonder how much of this you took note of because this is kind of wild. This is wild. His this is like his demon sword, right? Like his um, well, like no. his curse sword. No, no, no. It's the it's the third one. So, uh, quick rewind to Logetown when he got the two new swords because the one the white one the white handled one he uses his mouth. That's the one that was obviously gifted to him by his mentor, which was Kawina's sword. Okay, uh, which is very precious to him. The cursed sword was the one he found in the shop, like in the bargain bin. And the guy was like, ah, oh, I can't sell you that. It's cursed and blah, blah. And then after Zoro did his uh, cool thing where he threw it up in the air and it didn't cut his arm off, that's when the guy was like, you're a true swordsman. I'm so impressed. I'm going to give you the best sword that I have, which is this sword. Uh, Yubashiri, I think is its name. Uh, and that's the sword that gets destroyed. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So still a very nice, very good sword. Yeah. Uh, that is now gone. Um, so. Yeah, Zoro just like <laughs> lost one of his swords. So yeah, I'm assuming this, I mean, this is definitely going to be like a, a story point, like where he is going to get a badass new sword. Mm, like could be. Uh, could be. I'm very, very looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throughout all this commotion, um, when it seems like all hope is lost, uh, there is a voice that is heard uh, that tells them to jump off the bridge and into the sea. And every one of the crewmates hears this and instinctually just knows that it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. So they all jump off the bridge. And well, technically, Robin has to roll Luffy off. But well, <laughs> okay, yes, his ass cannot move. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's stupid, like the chain thing with all her hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robin's Robin's the best. Uh, and they are rescued by the Mary. It's fucking incredible. It's, it's so, so fucking sick, dude. It's so good. The Mary rules. I'm so sad the Mary's gone. Yeah, dude. dude. Jesus Christ. This part is oh. rough. So they um they are able to make it out. They Big thanks to Sanji on that one. Big thanks to Sanji on that one, yes. Uh he's he caused basically the commotion that uh created the whirlpools again yep. for the all the ships and kind of threw them off. Which meant that they were not able to line up a clear shot on yep. uh, the Mary as they were escaping. And the Mary is small and quick, and they've got these giant, ungainly battleships. So, yeah, they were able to slip yeah, through. They were able to get away. Also, Frankie does kind of rocket blast them oh, as true, well. Yeah, kind of yeah. makes them fly. Low know? key, Frankie kind of MVP of Eni's lobby. Like, he beat Fakuro. He got Chopper out of monster form. He saved Robin and got the keys off or the cuffs off her. Frankie kind of did a lot. Frankie showed up, man. Frankie did show up. Uh, and they all learned that the Mary by itself like came to rescue them. Yeah. Uh, Dude, this quick flashback with Iceberg and the Mary is like, Oh, hits me right in the feels. Yeah, man. It's <laughs> this this show is just uh, yeah, is dude. just so ridiculous. I cannot it's, stand it. It's so fucking it's dumb. Best. Uh 
they uh look, I'm gonna fast forward a little bit here. They they get to a point where the Mary's like done. It's yeah. it can't go anymore. Are they are they, did they make it? Hold on, I can I now I'm Well, they're like on their way back to Water Seven when Iceberg and like Galilaw show up on a ship. That's right. And like right as they do That's right, that's right. That's when Mary like falls apart, falls in half, basically. That's right. Okay. Uh so th- it's time to say goodbye to the Mary. Yeah. And uh I Iceberg I, basically tells him, like, I'm witnessing a miracle. Like this this ship has gone so far past its limits, it's crazy. The Mary talks to them and thanks them. Jesus, dude. That part, <laughs> that fucking part. Uh they all say their words, their peace. And uh, give thanks, basically, to the Mary and show appreciation. And, uh, man, give Usopp. Give Viking funeral. Yeah. Uh, so they, they light her on fire. And uh, it's very heartfelt, man. It's, it yeah. truly is a beautiful moment in this show. It, one, of, one, of the, one of the more touching moments in, in anime. And it's a fucking boat. It's so it's ridiculous. It's a fucking boat, but that's, you don't even know. Yeah. Until you watch it, yeah, you don't even you know. You just don't get it. It's like that scene breaks me always, but it's specifically, like you said, the moment when the Mary starts talking oh. and apologizes to them. It's just like, I'm done. I'm fucking done. <laughs> dude, the water Luffy's works, like, bro. Yeah, dude. Like, because Luffy's like, I'm sorry, you know, listen, like, what does he say? Like, Zoro and Sanji were idiots and they broke all kinds <laughs> of stuff and. I'm bad at steering and I ran you into all kinds of icebergs and all this stuff. And the Mary just tells him, I'm sorry. I couldn't I take it. Ha- yeah. But I was happy. And oh. it's just like, Jesus Christ. It's a boat. Don't do this to me. Oda. <laughs> it's the best. It hurts. So good. But I was dude. happy. Oh my God. It hurts. So good. Yes, it does. Uh, anyway. And that's, and that's the end of water seven. Well, kind of. Well, yeah, there's Eni's lo- that's the end of Eni's Lobby, and then you get the post Eni's Lobby, which is still in the Water 7 saga. Uh, do you want to touch on some of the big revelations in that, or do you want to save that for another time? Um, how long is this episode? As we're still under two hours. Let's talk about Let's okay. just hit the big couple Yeah, ones. yeah, okay. Well, yeah, so, we, we, can, we can rapid fire some things here. Yeah, uh, Luffy's grandpa. Uh, Okay, so we've met him before, just didn't yes, realize it was Luffy's grandpa. Exactly. Tell me his name again. Monkey D. Garp. Garp. My fucking guy. Yeah, he seems real cool. <laughs> I love Garp to death. Garp rules. And uh, we also get a revel- revelation on Luffy's father. Yeah. Which is yes, Dragon. Which is Monkey D. Dragon. Hell yeah. Um... That is a wild ass family. Uh, <laughs> my favorite part about this is that after Garp tells them all this shit and everyone's like losing their minds, except for Luffy, of course, he's he doesn't know what's going on. Garp is just like, ah, oh, shit. Actually, I probably shouldn't have told you all that. Just forget it, okay? <laughs> it's like Garp, I fucking love you. Uh, it's there's this really like interesting thing here that it's almost like Jedi, Grey Jedi, and Sith mm. 
right? You, Wait, who's this? Who's the Sith? Well, Luffy would technically be the oh, Sith because he's certainly. like he's, he's a, a he's pirate, a pirate. Technically, yeah. So you've got the establishment, which is Garp. Uh-huh. You've got Luffy, or excuse me, you've got Dragon, which is anti-establishment revolution. Yeah. revolution. <laughs> yes. And then you've got and just full blown pirate. And then a full blown yeah pirate uh, in Luffy and uh, father son and then his son. So it's it's ridiculous. I love what that. a powerful uh, family. What a crazy family. Uh, Are there more monkeys out there? I couldn't say. Are there more monkeys out there? It's such a funny sentence. Um, I also want you to hit on uh, Frankie joining the crew. Well, Frankie joining the yeah. Hit that real quick. Okay, so, well, Frankie joins the crew. (laughs) At what point... (laughs) Well done. Okay, moving on. At what point in the arc did you realize it was... He was going to join the crew? Um... You know, okay, so, full transparency. I... It wasn't solid for me until they Mm -hmm. got here. Like, until until they got back. However, I did start thinking it. I was like... So, interestingly enough, Scott... Mm Mm-hmm. I I could never picture Frankie as part of this. Like, because I, I know that I've seen images. And, like, and I think I know why. Yeah. Does he, like, undergo a change or something? He, goes, he undergoes a, a pretty significant change. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That, that might be why. Okay. So, yeah, I just, it never really struck me. Although, throughout the arc, there were, mostly, like, at actual Enemy's Lobby. Mm-hmm. I started feeling, like, like this guy is like jiving and keeping up yeah. and it just seems a little bit more than like a random. Yes, 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 for sure. Uh, so I kind of also like constantly talking, crying and yelling about how much he loves these guys. Right, <laughs> like... right, right, right. Um, and, and yeah, I, I just, I like, I, I, it wasn't surprising when it happened for because sure. I had kind of felt like, well, this would be the easy way to go. Right. Like right. to just have him be part of the crew. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So, very happy about it. I I, I like yeah. Frankie. He's fun. Frankie's cool. He's, he's cool. I love as shit. Frankie a lot. Uh, Thousand Sunny new Thousand show. Thousand Sunny. Um, it's just not the Mary. <laughs> it's no. It's not like I. It's okay. I don't hate. I don't love the Sunny. It's it's just not the Mary. Uh, the best part of the Sunny is just the whole bit they do about naming it. Like Frankie's got all these cool ideas for like the name and they all just basically ignore him like icebergs like oh it should be this and it's just, i love that yeah thing. yeah um yeah, but it's fine it's, it's it's cool like it they i kind of knew they would have to get a bigger better ship at some point or significantly upgrade the mary right yeah, um yeah. so you know it is what it is i i haven't watched enough past this right. to have an opinion on it like you know right. But fair enough. Um, they all have bounties now. They all have all of them. They all have bounties now. Uh, yeah, yeah. every single one of them, even even Chopper. Chopper is fifty berries. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Fuck you, Chopper. No, I'm kidding. Chopper's dude, fine. It's it, that is a very fucking funny bit. Yes. Is that is that the funnier bounty bit, or is the Sanji picture the funnier <laughs> bounty bit? <laughs> the, the, the it's the Sanji picture. The Sanji picture is real good. Uh, the guy had the fucking lens cap on, and they just drew the shittiest drawing ever of Sanji. I love that whole thing. Um, the big one 
is uh we also get uh kind of an outline of the grand line one of the big powers oh. that we had not to this point really known about uh which is the uh yonko or the four emperors uh which we know two of them for sure already in white beard and you fucking boy shanks this is something you called very early on zach by the mm-hmm. way so good on you you were like shanks is an important pirate i like i know he's like a super badass important pirate yeah. maybe not like the biggest reach out there but kudos to you yeah uh, you to be it, fair, again, here's some humility. I I didn't know it was quite this extent. Sure. Like, like this seems like that's a big fucking deal. Yeah. Talk talk to me about uh, him going to talk to Whitebeard. That conversation is <laughs> still like I want to rewatch that now. Like, yeah. it's it's a strange interaction. Like, it's the weirdest. Like, look at whose dick is bigger, but oh, also yeah. like we're kind of supposed to be on the same team but yeah. like it's just it's just a strange a, interaction 100%, uh, 100% and i like it i mean i like that kind yeah. of i i love seeing like i don't know that i would call it a power struggle but maybe a little bit but like yeah i mean they cross blades and they fucking split the sky when they do it's, which is it pretty wild it really is fucking insane um yeah. so yeah the implication here is that these are some absolute powerhouses and what's wild to me is that like, there's got to be a lot more to know about Shanks because the dude's missing an arm and he's still at this level. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Like, like what was Shanks like when he wasn't missing an arm? Uh, who could say? Well, he used to duel Mihawk. We know that. Whitebeard says that. Yeah, that's true. That's fucking insane. Yeah. Man, yeah, when that's exciting stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, really. Uh... I think the last one here is is one of the things that, you know, Shanks wanted to talk to Whitebeard about, which was Blackbeard, was Blackbeard. and Ace. Yeah, so Ace is on currently on a mission to track down Blackbeard and bring him back in because he committed an unspeakable crime. He killed a fellow shipmate. Yep. Uh, and essentially, Shanks is telling Whitebeard, dude, Blackbeard's a big deal. Like, uh, he might be too much for Ace to handle. Yep. You need to call off Ace. Ace might not be ready for this. You might need to call off Ace and uh, allow allow all of us to go after Blackbeard and like shut right. that shit down. And it has me terrified for my boy Ace because you know I like Ace. You are a big Ace. Uh, it has me actually scared because I I I am a little farther than this. Um, and they have started fighting where I'm at. Yes, and it doesn't look good. Um, they had a pretty big clash there at the yeah, end. Yeah, kind of left left it hanging. Doesn't look good. Oh my god! I will. I don't. I'm not okay. I that can't happen. I like Ace a lot. I want to see a lot Ace. more of him. He's so cool. You're a fucking Ugh. big Ace. Yeah, I do like Ace a lot. Um, and then really the only other thing that it's just the name drop, really. But like, I I like I like this kind of shit. Uh, we learned that the second half of Oh, the right. Grand Line is called uh, the New World. The New World, right? Which I think is cool. It is cool. Um, is that every? Uh, oh, we obviously, do, we do actually get the uh, the info. I had questions about this actually, like mm-hmm. like last year when we were doing One Piece. Uh, there we learn how 
the Navy is able to cross. Oh, yes. The, uh, yeah, I remember this. What are they called? The Calm Belt. The Calm Belt. Calm belt. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially... Fuck, I hope I'm not mis-explaining this. It's essentially like sound, like sea prism. They coat the bottom of their battleships with sea prism stone, which basically kind of masks their presence. Like it gives off the same energy as the as sea. As the sea. So the sea kings can't sense the ships coming through. The it's hall. not a foolproof. Uh, that's what, yeah, Kobe says. Oh, by the way, Kobe gets a big glow yeah. up here, by the way. Kobe and um, Helmepo. Helmepo. <laughs> Your guy. <laughs> The worst. I love how Zora and Luffy are like, yeah, dude, I we've never met you. What are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, no, it's me. You're like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Very good. Um, quick thing I'll call your attention to. Very mentioned very quickly in passing, but the name Vegapunk. Vegapunk. Uh, is the Navy's top scientist. Uh, that will be a name to remember for sure. Okay. Uh I think the only other thing we haven't really touched on is uh, Usopp rejoins the crew. Like that's you know. Oh yes, yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, that this this is the last. Um, they are getting ready to to set sail on uh, mm-hmm. the Thousand Sunny, and <laughs> and Garp has decided. Well, I, I'm gonna get in trouble if I just let you go. Actually, so now I have to. Now I gotta catch. Now you. I gotta catch you. Yeah. So. <laughs> Which, by the way, Aokiji just shows up on yeah. Garp's ship, right? Yeah, he's just chilling. Um, God, that would be so... It's like when your regional manager comes into your store and is just like, hey, you gonna take care of that problem? Yes, but not really, because... There, more will be revealed about Garp in that, like, Aokiji kind of ain't. Garp is truly transcendent and special when it comes to the Navy. Let me just put it that way. Oh, okay. What so, is what is Garp's position? Garp is a vice admiral. Vice admiral. Is he mm-hmm. Aokiji's vice admiral? Right, because like they all report to a certain admiral. Right? Uh, no, not necessarily. Okay. I mean, they all kind of just report to all the admirals. Okay. Uh, there is a very specific reason why Garp is a vice admiral. Let me just put it that and way. And not an admiral? Uh, or more, you know, maybe who could say? Okay. <laughs> just, just think about the fact that this is Luffy and Dragon's father. Uh, this dude is a bit crazy, and also crazy powerful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, am I, am I to understand that you're kind of hinting that he might be able to like hold his own against Aokiji? You can take that however you wish. Oh, my God. (laughs) You are an absolute piece of shit. I mean, he's obviously much older than Aokiji, if that means anything. Okay, yeah. Um, All right, anyway, yeah, let's... Anyway. So, uh, they're they're sailing off, and Usopp is, like, rehearsing all these different ways to, like... Yeah. Like, it's so stupid. Get back in with the crew, basically. Well, except he's phrasing it in all these dumbass ways... Not accepting responsibility for right. it at all. Right, and, and this yeah. is when we get the line that you mentioned yeah, earlier, yeah, yeah. where I'm so glad that this, that this happens. Like, I yeah. wouldn't have noticed it had this not happened, but because it's in there and because Zoro has this conversation with Luffy, I am so thankful for it. Yeah, yep, 100%. He, he tells Luffy, just like you said earlier, tells him, listen, we need to address this. Yeah. You, as our captain cannot allow that shit yeah 
He's like, this is a big deal. Yeah. Like, he disrespected our captain and left the crew. And is okay. And that's not okay. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he tells him, just like you said, we're not playing pirates. Mm-hmm. Like, like Which is such a good line. Yeah, we're not, we're not fucking playing a game here. Like, if yeah, you yeah. let this motherfucker back on without saying sorry and accepting responsibility, I'm going to be out of here. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't have a captain that I don't respect, essentially, right. is what he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's sick, dude. It's really it's cool. Um, and uh, a low key underrated part of this is that Sanji and Zoro, who always disagree and hate each other, Sanji agrees with Zoro here. He's like, no, yeah, he's he's right. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, I I love it. I I, I yeah. love that. Like, it's so corny, but like just that that like uh like that loyalty and brotherhood like nah. type of like like uh. It's not corny. It's legit. Oh, dude, I I love that <laughs> shit, man. It is good. So, uh, uh, Usopp is screaming all these fucking things at the shore, and they're like mm-hmm. ignoring him. I don't hear him. anything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hear anything. No. He doesn't exist to us until finally he screams out that he is sorry. Yeah. And Luffy stretches his arms way farther than he's ever stretched them before. Oh, hella far. And pulls his ass <laughs> so onto, far. onto the ship. Um, and the crew is back together. Boy, man. Well, except for they did lose one member. They lost the Mary, but Robin is back and Usopp is back. And they gained two new members, Sonny and Frankie. So Scott, this show is 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 beautiful, man. Uh, Truly. Yeah, it's it is You're welcome, it is something. It is yeah, this is like I don't know that I would say that yet, actually. I'm not. I'm Uh-oh. just not going to say that. I'm just oh, not going to say, say that. Say nope. 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 Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Nope. Uh, maybe next time. Uh, we'll probably check back in. Probably not after Thriller Bark, because uh, that's a bit of a quick one, but maybe after quick certain one. things happen. Quick one. <laughs> it's not that quick, actually, but now that I think about it, nothing in one piece I mean, is we'll, quick, we'll, we'll check in as, as often as we feel like. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Whenever we damn well please. Um, I'm sure we missed stuff. Let us know down in the comments what you're really mad about that we didn't talk about. Uh, this isn't on YouTube. I don't know why I said the comments, but you know what I mean. Um, in the Discord, maybe let us know because there's definitely things we missed. Like we didn't touch on like the Giants, uh, the Usopp and Giants thing at all. Uh, there's definitely stuff we missed. But this was this meant to be a quick on. hitting. Yeah, this isn't a big. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, and it yeah. was a little longer than. Longer than quick hitting, but not too bad. We definitely had longer episodes. Yeah. Uh, how long was the the Snape reveal episode? <laughs> that, that was, like was three hours. All, that was like three and a half hours, dude. Yeah, yikers. Uh, so hey, for doing a whole saga and and plus some bonus stuff, like we even touched on Skypea. I think we did pretty good. Uh, any final thoughts you wanted to get off your chest here, real quick, Zach? Really, really, just the fact that um, if you are one of our listeners who has listened this far into this episode. Uh, and are just listening because you enjoy listening to the, to the podcast and you're not really a One, Pass, a One Piece fan, first of all, thank you, and we love yeah. you, and we appreciate that. But Also, sorry for the spoilers. <laughs> right. <laughs> but second, um, as somebody who truly was just uninterested and, and just c- couldn't, I, c- I can't be arsed, as the, as the British say, uh, about this shit um truly guys i just just give it a shot if you have any any like uh 
I guess interest in just giving it a shot just fucking do it it's all like it's on netflix all everything like all up until like what what I, we just covered and what have where watched. you basically are now it's yeah. all on netflix uh on hulu i can't recommend it enough it's just it's so much fun uh and and that that's really it man why don't you take us out of here Hell yeah. Uh, that is going to do it here for us. Thank you so much, like Zach said, for sticking with us through this episode. We appreciate each and every one of you. Um, check us out next time. Like I said, don't know when our next One Piece episode will be. It'll probably take Zach several years to watch one more arc. <laughs> That's just kind of how he does things. But go check out our other episodes. We're still chugging along on Game of Thrones. Um, that's kind of our big main one. Who knows what we'll hit next? Uh, we might be doing yeah. some fun Harry Potter stuff soon. Oh, who could say? Who could say? say? We might have some stuff in the works. But yeah, add us to your feed or whatever on your favorite podcasting app, and you'll see all of our stuff on there. Thank you, folks, so much, and have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.